get on with it. Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast. You're listening to episode number 59. This is a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. Joining me tonight from iGroupStarWars.com, Tom. Hello, Tom. Hi, guys. How's it going? I don't want I don't want 2016 to hear me. Hi. <laughs> you are pretty famous. You are in uh, you are in dangerous territory here with three days left. I know. Shh. Shh. <laughs> also joining us from Collectors Cosmos. Collecting Cosmos. Why do I always get it wrong? <laughs> Star Wars Collect. It used to be Cosmos. What did it used? To- it started out as something else. I think I've never recovered. Always been Collecting Cosmos. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought it was Cutie Critters Corner. Uh-huh. No, it was something yeah. collectible that was. What do I know? I don't know. <laughs> there was some kind of funky spelling of collectible in it originally. Anyways, our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? Also joining us from from Forlom to Zuckus.com and Toy Run Podcast, we have Jake. Hello, Jake. Hello, hello, hello. The defector. <laughs> Good to be back. <laughs> and just just to remind everyone, um, Toy Run used to be on this feed. It is no longer on this feed, but you should still be listening to it. But you need to go to iTunes and subscribe separately to it. It's still an ongoing show. Um, so if you miss it and you're wondering why, it's on its own feed now. So go to iTunes. Um, go to Zoom. I, I think we're still... I think Zoom is still working. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we got on Google Play on Stitcher, and Stitch. If you, if you want on. us to send you a disc that you can load on your Commodore 64, you can also let us know and we can do you, that too. You guys need to set up with Stitcher. As well, yes. Yeah. That's how I listen to my podcast. So, yeah, we're on Stitcher. We're you on, are on uh, Stitcher. Yeah, we're on Google. Oh, I didn't Play. know that. Okay. And uh, Podbean and iTunes. Oh yeah. Okay. So, go to Toy Run. Um, leave them a review. There you go. All right. <laughs> also joining us tonight from this week in Star Wars podcast, Matt Fox. Hello, Matt. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Pre- prematurely yeah yeah um just before we start the show i mean let's just take a second you know it's been a pretty sad week uh, losing carrie fisher two days I mean, princess leia you know and yes she's you know han luke and leia have been my child were my childhood heroes they're still my heroes as an adult and it is sad to to lose one of your heroes I really don't know what else to say. I mean, so much has been said, but... You know, much too young. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's interesting because we've had, you know, Mark Hamill toyed with fate, you know, early on between Star Wars and Empire. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's still kicking. And, of course, Harrison decides to drop out of the air last year and also get crushed on the Falcon. So he's toyed with it. I just wasn't expecting Carrie to be the one to go first. That's no. just... Me Unexpected, man. You sort of got tragic. the feeling she was indestructible. You know, yeah. you know, it's, it's like uh, you know, everyone has that relative that like, um, you know, it's like 
89 years old, drinks like four Schlitz ice like at 6 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> smokes a whole pack, you know, and they live forever. And you kind of felt like maybe she was one of them. But mm-hmm. fortunately, uh, I think some hard living in the early uh, 80s caught up to her. Jake, that toy run up, uh, those toy run episodes are really getting you uh, a little famous. I would stay home from now on. <laughs> we don't want you to go yet, Betty. Buddy. Oh, jeez. Betty? <laughs> I'm going to call Jake Betty sl- now. <laughs> that was a slip. <laughs> Jake doesn't want me to call him Betty outside of uh, private. You can call me Betty. Private time. Private time. Anyway. Yeah, um, I know. But uh, thoughts with uh, Billy, right? Billy Lord right. losing her mom and her grandmother in back-to-back days. So be interesting. Um, I know that her role was expanded, at least from what I read, in Episode 8. I wonder if there's any ground now, or if she'd be even up for it, to expand it even more in Episode 9. Because, yeah, there's... Yeah, there's whole, you know, we're all thinking about the actors and the legacy that's lost, but there's also a future here that, you know, for the Star Wars franchise, what does that look like? Episode 9 with no Han and no Leia. Right. Um, Creative creative writing from here on out, I think, Jake. Sorry to cut you off, Jason. Two more years to improve the Tarkin CGI dead actor substitution. I kind of hope they don't go that way. Maybe. She she is uh, CGI at the end of Rogue One, so uh, hey, who knows? Yeah, I kind of hope they don't go that way. I think I don't know if they can avoid it. It would be nice, but yeah. you guys are getting creepy. Let's uh, yeah, let's change the subject. Let's, let's get happy. <laughs> let's get happy. Ryan says, "Let's get happy." Come on, so everyone, let's do it. Get happy. How many Rogue One viewings is everybody up to? Three. I've seen it twice. Two number, for me. Number three tomorrow morning. Yeah, I've seen it nice. Time, I got through last night was five. Damn, dude. You did this last well, year too. Through one. I slept through one, so I don't <laughs> know if that counts. Hopefully not the first one. No, no, no. Well, that's what happened to Amy. She fell asleep during the uh, the first one. Then we saw a trailer for it. She's like, that movie looks really good. Oh, so we went and saw it again. So she... <laughs> did she like it the second time? She did. She really enjoyed it. That's good. <laughs> Tom, you liked Rogue One? Yes. Oh, yeah. I loved Rogue One. It was great. Loved Couldn't it. take my eyes off Tarkin. It was weird. Yeah, I everything was first... great. Everything was uh, everything about that show. The premise, the actors, the action was the space battles were fantastic. Yeah, I um the first time I watched it, the Tarkin thing kind of weirded me out, but the second time I I just totally accepted it and it was fine. So. I I'm can cool see that with it each time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the first so time Matt, you see it, you're kind of staring, looking for the the flaws in Tarkin, <laughs> and after that, you just kind of get over it. So when you see it after that, you mm-hmm. you can just enjoy it more. I think it looked great actually when I looked at it the second time. And I've heard if you watch it in 2D, it looks a little better than if you watch it in 3D. I, I would agree much, with that. I didn't see much enhancement with the 3D. Uh, the best part seemed to be when they were in the. Um, I don't know what you call it, in the Citadel, and you could see the depth of going up and down inside that tower. Uh, beyond that, in yeah. 3D added anything. Mm-hmm. Now, now, after a while, your eyes just kind of kind of flatten out, it seems like. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it yeah, was I, great, though. Yeah, so Tom liked it. Ryan, you liked it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jake? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's still um still trying to you know work out how everything works for me. You know how mm-hmm. everything is. You know uh, you know I think it does a nice job of tying into um, a new hope and uh, so yeah there's still some things that I you know it makes me look at a new hope all uh, all different which I really appreciate I like that um, yeah different it's a different Star Wars film you know it doesn't got mm-hmm. the call doesn't have the soundtrack and like um, we had talked with Gus and Tom on Toy Run you know it it it, it has a um, didn't quite have the magic that I'm used to Star Wars having. Does that mean it's a bad movie? No, it's just getting used to that it's something different. It's Star Wars, but it's not my Star Wars. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah I so. I liked it. I liked it, but um, I actually I think I enjoyed the Force Awakens more. Yeah, I mean that's, it has that's more has, Star Wars for me. Yes, it has elements that are. Yep. The magical fairy tale is not to be found in Rogue One. And that's part of what part of the reason I really like Star Wars. So sure, but sure. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Uh, Matt, well, the Strays, which I, I like. You know, I I didn't have any uh, expectations for this one because it's not yeah. really part of the Star Wars lore. It's kind of a side story. So that's yeah. I think that's why I like it so much. And Matt, you liked it? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, because unlike I mean any of the other films, the uh, part of Unlike the prequels and The Force Awakens, it added something to the original trilogy um, directly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't think that would ever happen. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it fit in. Then, you know, I got quibbles with everything, of course, just like anybody. But, you know, it's, I'm not going to have any problem watching it along with any of the other films. All right. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to forward to it coming out on home video so i can really um you know just analyze the ships and the, the cgi and all all that stuff take it all in um all right well this uh show is uh kind of the thing we do every year at the end of the year it's our best and worst star wars toys of 2016 um matt do you still keep track of how many figures released each year how does this year stack up um let's see as of a couple weeks ago i had let me pull it up here this is didn't mean to put you on the spot no no i should have this ready (laughs) um it's looking like uh, let me yeah what's one wrong with my chart it's it's on par with the last couple years i haven't Mm -hmm. added in the last because i just saw i think Chris posted on his site that the wave three of the Rogue One figures mm-hmm. are shipping, so right. I'm going to have to add them to the list. Mm-hmm. But it's I will get a final number for you here in a minute. But it's it, it's it's a bigger year than last year because we had some Force Awakens figures carry over mm-hmm. early into the year and. But we you know, again, we're nowhere near where we were ten years ago. You know, in the no. wake of Revenge of the Sith when we were getting, you know, two, three hundred figures a year. Right. And we yeah. probably will never be there again. I no. think that that's done. Although all the other companies making action figures, um, there's still a lot to choose from. 
when you figure in all the other companies that kind of got into the game, Disney, Jack, national, right? Yeah, Disney, Jacks, um, Bandai, Hot Toy. I mean, there's so there's a lot of stuff. Just not as many three and three quarter inch for sure. Well, I mean, Hasbro's definitely moving us away from that. Yeah. From, yeah. I mean, you know, I think if they had their way, they wouldn't be making any three and three quarter anymore. Yeah, and and personally, if if that's the way they want to go, I think they should leave it and let another company pick it up. Who really wants to put some attention and time and detail and some love into the the uh, three and three quarter inch line? Anyways, we can get into that later. I want to talk first. Let's see. We'll just do it kind of how we normally do. We'll go around the room. Um, let's just start off right off the bat with the best Hasbro Star Wars three and three quarter inch figure of 2016. I'll go to uh, Ryan and start with you. Take it. I knew you'd start with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I had to think I about a lot of these. Tom. Yeah, you should have. Um, <laughs> I had to think about these because it, it was like, okay, which Force Awakens figures came out this year? Uh, looking at the Rogue One figures. And, of course, there was a long space in the middle, middle of the year. There was nothing that came out. But ultimately, I I had to – I was close on the Rogue One Darth Vader because the more I've seen that figure, the more I like it. But I think I have to go with the Rogue One Stormtrooper because the helmet sculpt on that is so awesome. And the figure in and of itself. I know people want articulation, but this figure just looks plain awesome. And I have to go with the Rogue One uh, Stormtrooper. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good pick. Definitely. Even with that armor add-on that makes it look the bulky. armor add-ons for play. I don't care. You know, you can take that off. It looks like a great figure. Yeah, I agree. I almost made that my winner. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Jake, what about you? Uh, funny to say, but I share the same. Uh, he's at the top of my list too. The Rogue One um, Stormtrooper. I think the helmet is top notch. And yeah, I mean, the the play feature is the removable chest armor. But you know, the nice thing about it is removable, much like all the oversized accessories that come in this line. And just like last year's build a weapon, we didn't really care about those. But for the actual physical Stormtrooper, man. I want them to keep making these figures. I don't true build, but I've picked up a handful of these guys just because I think it is uh, a solid, solid uh, sculpt. Um, it is traditional five POA. Um, it, it's maybe missing a little paint detail uh, on the back of the helmet and on the uh, stomach buttons. But other than that, I think it's a fantastic, fantastic figure. Yeah, I bought I bought quite a few of these guys myself. Um, Tom, we'll go to you. Uh, you know, if there was one figure out there that I was almost gonna buy that year or this year, excuse me, uh, it was that figure, which I didn't, but I still think mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. It's amazing how they can that they can fit that much detail into a uh, into a toy that small it's uh, it's pretty awesome so that's going to be my choice too yeah wow so the and that's pretty much going to be my three. only uh, only uh, <laughs> only answer uh, yeah only answer this this year okay <laughs> matt <laughs> um like i said i almost went with the stormtrooper in the end unconventional i'm going with moroff who was, oh. you know, in the in that two pack, and then I guess mm-hmm. it was repacked at Kohl's. But mm-hmm. 
just purely as an action figure. It's pretty cool. It's got a lot of details. It can stand up. It mm-hmm. looks just like the guy in the movie, even though the guy in the movie is in what one scene. But, <laughs> yeah, I was you know, worried. I was thinking he might be like the Zubio of Rogue One, but almost he was there. He was there. <laughs> no, I think somebody else is the Zubio of Rogue One, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. Um, for my pick, I'm going to go a little bit different. Um, actually, not a little bit different, just a tiny bit different. I'm going to say the Stormtrooper from the the versus two pack and he's got the, the orange pauldron kind of like a sand trooper. Um, he came packed with Bays and Malbus. Mm. Um, he's my favorite. I've always loved the orange pauldron on, on the sand troopers. So, and I think that sculpt is really nice. It just looks so good. They finally got the helmet, right? I don't think they've ever got the helmet right before. No, I agree. That's a, that's a great figure as well. It's a great figure as well. It's uh, it holds up. It holds up quite a bit. I don't know what it is, but the helmet proportion is what makes the figure. I think I don't quite explain it, but it's it's quality. Yeah, I mean, if you put one of these stormtroopers um, next to like like even a three and a quarter inch black series stormtrooper, like the, the that, vintage collection it, and any of them, it it, it yeah. just makes their helmet look stupid. Yeah, they got it so right this year. I don't know, I don't know what it took to finally get it right, but they definitely nailed it. Well, they started doing that huge phase of making all of them removable as well, so that started to oversize them a little bit as well. Yeah, right. And, and they uh, all had, didn't they all have like a clone head underneath? Don't they all like? Don't most of the troopers from like 2008 through 2012 or 13 have that Django Fett head? I think it was even earlier than that. I think as soon yeah. as uh, episode two hit, they started producing. Because if you remember, even Lego, Lego started producing stormtroopers, and uh, they just had black underneath, right? There was no mm-hmm. actual face or head. And then, um, and then, yeah, right around Attack of the Clones, when they revealed that clone troopers were clones, um, that they started really going, keeping that. Uh, in line with stormtroopers as well until of course it came out that stormtroopers weren't clones and then they changed it up again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So we go from the best to the worst. What was the worst Hasbro star Wars three and three quarter inch figure of 2016? And we are back to Ryan. Okay. I had kind of a tie here, uh, that I have to explain. Uh, Neither one I thought was a badly sculpted figure or a poor figure. It was hard to find a really poor figure, in my opinion, from the year. But there were two that were kind of what 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 gives here. One was the the Poe Dameron two pack figure. That's he's like in the um, resistance uniform or whatever. Officer, yeah. yeah <laughs> that most of us saw at uh, Celebration and uh, San Diego and didn't know it was Poe Dameron. So right. I kind of question why they made that figure when he briefly appears in a scene when they could have made something like, I don't know, a General Leia instead. Um, I, I just didn't understand why that was made, since most of us didn't understand that. Or, as I said, I feel there is a Zuvio of Rogue One, and that is the black astromech that comes with the ATACT C2B5. <laughs> I haven't seen him in the movie. Has anybody seen him in a movie? Cricket. Well, I've seen no. I've seen Stills, but I can't recall seeing him. Yeah, actively. we saw we saw Stills of Zuvio before the movie too. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly, right. 
I thought, I that... thought there was a black astromech on that base, but <laughs> Scarif. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, you might be right. In the lead up to this movie, he wasn't I... on that ad act. No, I I did really well about staying away from spoilers and stuff like that. But I saw at San Diego the C two B five, and I think they even said something at the Hasbro panel that we'll have to wait to see. You know why he's included with this? You know they made it sound like he was going to play an important part, and even. The uh, Disney Elite series made a C2B5 in their first wave of Rogue One, which made me think maybe this is going to be an important droid of some kind, like the uh, opposite of R2-D2 or captured to get the Death Star plan, something like that. No, do- not even there. So while the the sculpt and the paint job on this figure are nice, I don't know why they made this figure, nor included it with a $300 toy. Just possible excuse. It's pretty evident that they changed a lot of the ending of that movie. Oh, I know, I know. So but maybe he was in there. Who knows? Be interesting. Maybe maybe we'll get the uh, the C two B five deleted scenes on the Blu ray. <laughs> right, and then 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 when they re release it again with the three D version, we'll get even more deleted scenes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, Jake. What do you consider the worst uh, three and three quarter inch figure of 2016? That's funny because uh, Poe was kind of on my runner up. And it's and here's the thing. I, I'm conflicted. It is the type of figures that we're not going to get anymore. So I kind of I didn't include them because I don't want to um, uh, I don't want to say I don't want those type of obscure like one off uniforms or background characters. I definitely want more of those. From Hasbro, but I know with so much media, it's harder to get those um, less famous characters and uh, even outfits on characters. So uh, I didn't put Poe on my list, but he was close. Um, it was a toss-up to me, and I'm still trying to figure out where I land. Um, so Chirrut is by far probably my favorite character to come out of Rogue One, and um, I want his figure to be more, I guess. You know, I'm a fan of the 5 POA, but I think with Chirrut's case, with him being the uh, blind uh, ninja master here, I want him to do more than his three and three quarter figure can actually do. And yeah. so um, it, it's a little limited to me, and he even seems like he's a little hunched over. And I'm not sure if that was on purpose to kind of portray maybe his blindness, but, you know, that character is anything but blind in the film. So, um Kind of the limited posability of Chirrut makes me go, oh, man, I wish I wish that figure was better. Um, but like I said, he was a toss up with the um, Cassian Andor that came with the Y, uh, the U-Wing. Um, he's got that kind of scraggly beard on him and the likeness uh, doesn't look a lot like Cassian, uh, Diego Luna in my case. So um, those are kind of my two toss ups right now for ones I think they could have done a better job on. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully Walmart will get the, uh, one of their exclusive super articulated three to quarter inch versions of Sheru. That would be awesome. Yeah. Tom, what do you think was the year of 2016? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to not put it, I'm not going to put it on the figure. I'm looking through a Jedi business, com. And uh, I'd have to say it's not a figure per se. It is the the retarded looking uh, bazooka like accessory on a lot of these figures. 
<laughs> so it's an accessory, not the, yeah, not any of the figures. Nope. Yeah, it's funny when those when the figures started, especially the figures with the two packs come with those huge backpacks. It's really dumb. I just thought like. So what happens? These troopers show up to work and they're like, yo, you're going to have to wear this on your back all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I thought the uh, the Power of the Force 2 weapons looked ridiculous. But mm-hmm. when every every one of these toys or almost every one of these toys comes with a ridiculous nerf shooting. Yeah, you know, yeah, one of these uh, ridiculous accessories. It's it's kind of stupid. The interesting thing on that though, Tom, is that the Moroth comes with a backpack that pretty much looks pretty screen accurate, other than the two guns that attach to it. Like the backpack itself, Moroth actually wears a giant backpack like that in the movie, just not the guns attached. So I didn't realize till watching the movie and I had looked up a few things, but well, Moroth which, looks which like a moron with say. this crap on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Matt, thanks for, uh, thanks yeah. for pointing that out, Ryan. Matt, what do you consider to be the worst three and quarter inch figure of the year? Um, yeah, I had a. If you can count repacks, I would. It's a Go ahead. Hands down winner. It's the Royal Guard that is now a Walmart Black Series. I hate that figure because really the robes you can't he doesn't look like a royal guard he looks fine when you take it all down and he becomes one of the crimson empire guys uh-huh but you know if you're trying to do like an emperor's arrival kind of thing he can't stand he can't hold his staff the helmet won't stay on because the robes are too puffy you know it's a figure that you know the best one they ever did was in the vintage line and everyone has been a little bit worse since then <laughs> but that was a repack, so that doesn't really – I can't count that against I'm, 2016. I'm disappointed to hear that because I actually haven't opened that figure yet. I was going to soon, and I was looking forward to it. But A lot of people love it. I, I, could I, be I never had door. a problem with mine. Yeah, I was going to say I'm kind of uh, surprised. Hmm. Okay. But as far as you know, new figures, I'm going with the, the gen that comes with the ATACT. It's, you know, it's just, it feels like an inferior manufactured figure. The skin is almost like translucent. The paint jobs are invariably bad. And you can find that, I think, a lot of times with, you know, pack-in figures, you know, mm-hmm. going back a long time. It's not a new phenomenon. No, but, they always skimp on the pack-in figures, don't they? You know, I, I yet, were, the ATACT driver has really good paint job on it. So it's kind of strange. Yeah, he's cool. He's yeah. cool. But um, I mean, I remember like back in the power of the Jedi or a long time ago, Hasbro was saying, oh, well, the pack in figures are made somewhere else yeah, and to different standards. And that was their excuse. And I don't know if that's still the case, but she's not good. I mean, just compared to the exact same gen that's on the cards, you know, it's a, you know, it's night and day. So, you know, that's my my pick. Okay. My pick, um, I was gonna go with the with the originally I was gonna go with the Poe Dameron that came in the two pack where he's got his resistance uniform on, because my thought is, why, you know, they there's still so many cool Force Awakens figures that they could make. Why are they making this? But but um, ultimately I decided not to go with that figure, and I I'm going with the uh, Cassian Andor figure that comes packed in with the U wing. Um, the sculpt is not so bad, but the head, the face and the head just look <laughs> horrible. 
it's it's almost unexcusable. I mean, if I th- I think I mean I guess it's good that it comes with a U wing because you can kind of put them in there and just forget it, forget that figure even exists. But I you know I'd rather them spend a little money more spend the money to improve the vehicle a little rather than waste it on that figure. But I mean maybe vehicles can't come without figures now. I don't know. But I'm definitely going with Cassian Andor with the U wing. Yeah, that was mine too. <laughs> Um. So now that we move away from three and three quarter, let's look at Hasbro's one of their other scales. They've got a couple now. They got more than two now. Um. Let's go with the the collector focus Hasbro six inch black series figure. I think this is the first year that we've had um that we've done it with where we had a best and worst black series six inch figure, but um it seemed like the past couple of years, we've all been wanting to pull this figure into one of the other categories. So I just figured let's have its own its own little section this year. And back to Ryan, what was the best uh, six inch Black Series figure? Uh, this was a hard choice. There was a lot of good Black Series. There was a lot of mediocre Black Series this last year too. Um, I recently picked up the the la- most recent wave one. Well, I don't have Darth Revan, so I can't comment about him. I thought the Sabine Wren was a really well-done figure. Uh, the paint job on it's so well done with all the different details on her. The fact that she not only comes with her guns, but comes with her little uh, spray gun thing to, to paint. Um, the only thing I might knock it for is the helmet kind of fits a little wonky, but it still fits. Um, I, I have to go with that section Sabine, Sabine Wren. I thought that was their best uh, Black Series figure this year. I still haven't found that figure. Uh, think think Geek at Northgate. Yeah. I found Maybe all I the to... figures there except for uh, Revan. Uh, they had the other five all there. Plenty of them. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll need to take a trip. Uh, Jake. And, and Jake, you collect all the six inch, right? You're just kind of you dabble True. in them. That's yeah. That is absolutely correct. I um, I pick up uh the ones I'm kind of like either focus characters or ones that I. I uh, think are outstanding, but um, this year happens to be one of my focus characters, and um, uh, I chose the Obi Wan Kenobi from the San Diego Comic Con uh, set, mm-hmm. the one with the how uh, perfectly timed, I guess, is um, uh, the one that has Leia's, you know, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, holographic message. Uh, part of that display. So I really like the fact that they put the table there. They got the holographic message. It's the full thing, really spoken, you know, taken from Carrie's dialogue in the film. It comes with multiple lightsabers. I think the likeness is great. Um, yeah, it's by far uh, one of the best sets I think they've done this year. That's cool. I I haven't I didn't pick that one up, but it uh, it does look pretty cool. Uh, Tom. I, I don't. Where do you know. stand with the six I don't, inch? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Go to Matt. Mm. Okay. Um. I don't. I don't care. Go to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, okay. What's All your right. call for the best six inch figure? Uh, I'm going to echo Ryan. I think it was Sabine, based purely on the paint jobs. Um. I mean, I've got. I was lucky enough. I found all of them at GameStop. That whole wave. And that seems to be where a lot of people are finding them. But 
the Revan just, it's a good figure. It's, you know, it's fine. Just something about it doesn't, I mean, it's good. Um, it would be up there. It's in the top five, but I think Sabine is the best of the wave, just almost entirely based on the paint job. It just, you know, the first time we saw it, we thought it looked great and it, you know, they were able to actually produce, you know, what we were hoping we'd get. So, but I mean, in general, I've been, I like what the, the, a lot of the sixth inch this year. So, but that's the best one. Yeah. All right. It's on my it's on my get list. I like <laughs> I like the idea of collecting the uh, twelve inch. I'm sorry, the six inch figures that haven't been done in three and three quarter, and I consider that a realistic Sabine, which they haven't done in three and three quarter. So that is definitely on my get list when I see her, but I haven't seen them in stores yet. Oh, and just you know, to give them credit, I mean, you know, it's a lifelike version of an animated figure, and mm-hmm. I sort of thought Kanan last year looked just a little not what i expected you know when they translated him but uh you know the sabine and then the ahsoka too they look good yeah yeah um my pick i'm gonna go with the uh, toys r us exclusive hover tank pilot i just love that figure i've just loved posing that figure um i just think he looks great and i'm not you know i'm not like really big into troopers normally, but something about this guy I just really like. Um, and I haven't had my hands on Sabine or even the Obi Wan, so that Jake picked. So I really can't compare against those. But uh, for what I've for what I've been able to pick up this year, I'm gonna go with the Toys R Us hover tank pilot, which is pretty easy to find. At first, it was a little difficult, but um, I think the last time I went to Toys R Us, they had an abundance of them. Like Zuvio level abundance. Yeah, he's yes. all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And Tom, you don't have a pick. Uh, what did Ryan? What did Ryan go with? Um, Ryan. Went I have. Charging. I have a pick for the the crappiest one, but I don't have a pick okay. for the good one. Okay, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Tell you what, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know. I don't forget it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you decide, you can you can always just you know pop back. In. Sabine, I'm gonna go with Sabine. Sabine looks right. good. Yeah, right. I like Sabine. Good details. Very cool. Her eyes are a little tweaky, but that's okay. Okay. Are you She's up been... to date on Rebels, Tom? No, no, no. I have. I'm, no, uh-uh. I'm bad. I'm not either. Yeah, I've lost. I uh, I need to. Really, I've lost. I've, I've kind of yeah. Like Jason just said, I'm kind of running out of steam with Rebels, but yeah, I think I, out, out of totally, sight, out of mind for me, though. I guess. Yeah, I like the toys, but I've totally lost interest in the show. I hope it. I mean, just don't care about it. You know, on that note, though, I, I did want to point out, I I keep up with Rebels, I enjoy it, but re- the movie Rogue One didn't that seem like what we thought Rebels would be? Yeah. Swings and oh, tie yeah. fighters and you know fighting the empire, all that. It seems yeah. much more. I remember before Rebels came out, we all discussed it and it seemed like that was right. Really more what we exactly. Were That's exactly what I was hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, Ryan. Yeah. Jake, what? Or, or no, Ryan. We're back to Ryan. What would you consider the worst six-inch, uh, three and three-quarter-inch figure this year? Uh, Hasbro did a lot of really good six-inch figures this last year, and it was hard to find something that was absolutely terrible. And I, I went with a tie here only because I thought that there was issues on both of them. 
And oddly enough, the the first one I came up with was Han Solo from Force Awakens, um, because he has brown hair. And I know Hasbro showed us at San Diego Comic Con they're making one with gray hair. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, probably won't be out this year. So I'm going to go with Han Solo because we can't sell old men to kids with brown hair. Um, has one of the worst figures. But the other one I thought about was the Luke Skywalker, uh, Tatooine Luke, just because he seems really scrawny, and there's just a lot about it. It just doesn't quite look right, uh, especially put up next to the other figures. So I kind of went with the pair of them. So Han and Luke both. Jason, can you isolate uh, Ryan saying uh, we can't sell old men to kids? (laughs) 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 Going to need that for blackmail later. Thanks. So you're going with uh, Force Awakens Han. And he is. Yeah. Is he a 2016 figure or is he a 2015 figure? I thought it was 2016. Yeah. We we first saw him at New York Toy Fair, was it? Or not to a toy yeah. fair, but New York Comic Con, which means he probably didn't come out until this year. Yeah, he was down there right. a little ways, so yeah, I think pretty okay. sure it was this year. All right, that's cool. Jake, what do you think was the worst six-inch figure this year from the Black Series? Worst six-inch figure this year. Um, I threw my vote behind just because <clears throat> I feel like it's um, well the. Kylo unmasked, mostly because that's essentially just a head swap. Uh, the six-inch figures have actually been really good this year, in my opinion. Uh, even though I don't collect them all, I've been hands-on. I've seen most of them. And, uh, but I think Kylo unmasked, um, the one that does not come with the Vader helmet, is probably the uh, most unexciting uh, release this year because... You know, it is simply just a head swap. And, you know, I'm okay with those, um, with head swaps and slight changes like that to the three and three quarter line because I feel like that's uh, a more affordable, a five, six, seven dollar change. Whereas when you get into the $20 range or 22 or depending on where you pick them up, um, that's pretty hefty price just for a head swap. So, um, so that's what I'm going to say. I mean, not that it's a horrible figure. Uh, it just, I think it's just the least exciting this year. Yeah. Okay. Let me tag something on there. If I may, it's, it makes it more unacceptable when we were originally sold the six inch line as these were going to be the ultimate versions of these figures. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you were going to do an unmasked Kylo Ren, it should have just been a Kylo Ren with two heads in the package. I mean, Absolutely. that's great. Yes. I'm right you know, there with you on that, Matt. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, you know, that very first wave, we got Han Solo with a bunch of different hands and, you know, you know, accessories, and they were really good to start off. And, and now it's small with two separate heads. Exactly. So, you know, it is. I'm just going to, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you guys, but I'm going to say it's possible Hasbro wasn't allowed to really see Kylo Run unmasked when they were originally designing the figure. I mean, potential. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to say red armed and gold armed with C3PO's being different. Oh. Okay. (laughs) See, I love those two figures. Really, you don't like? Do you think they should have come with a detachable arm? One that was red and one that was gold. There should have been a red and a gold, and you could, or just no arm, so you could do the Tusken Raider attack. (laughs) 
and they should have gave uh, given him a silver and a gold leg. You know, yeah. it's yeah. easy to make that. I love both of those figures. No, they're both great, but it should have been one figure. Didn't Hasbro say something along the lines uh, that when they first started the line, it was they put in everything in, made them the ultimate figures, basically to get us to buy them uh, because they knew we were getting had, making us buy a new line and get into that to where now they have new movies coming out. So to paraphrase them, I know they put it much more lightly. They can get away with it now. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Kind of like my college and student loans. <laughs> Freshman year, they spoiled me. Senior year, they went, "You're on your own, dude." <laughs> so, 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 Matt, you you're going with C3PO or Kylo? No, no, no that's no, because I like the figure. I just okay. think it should be okay. Oh, wait a minute. You Sorry, gotta, Tom. You gotta, Tom. I skipped you. <laughs> Tom, you have one for this. Which that's all right. You, this it bought me time. So thanks for thanks for talking. What is the worst the six inch figure from from Hasbro this year? Well, I was gonna go with uh, I was gonna go with Princess Leia Organa, but that after looking at what we've got, um, I thought the paint apps were horrible, and I've talked about this before mm-hmm. on this figure, but I'm not gonna go with that one. I'm going okay. to go with the bow legged uh, birth hips C3PO. Which has way too short sh- uh, legs and too long arms and just looks ridiculous. It's it, that that three PO is terrible Everybody's looking. Piling on three PO. It <laughs> looks it's awful. It's awful. I'll tell you what you pick, almost... up the, you pick up the Bandai model kit that's one six scale for about the same mm-hmm. price. It blows that black series. Well, yeah, there. I I I saw that when you brought it in. Was that you that brought the C three PO? I never brought three PO. I've done right? a video on him, but someone did. Maybe it was Chris amazing. who had the three PO. But uh, this is this is a disappointment if I were to buy figures. But I'll tell you the, uh, and this is just a big wet hot mess. This is a big hot messy turd. <laughs> All right, bad. Okay, shame on you, you Hasbro. Shame on you. You heard it from Tom. Is that good enough? Shame on okay. you. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Matt, what what did you consider to be the worst uh, Black Series six inch figure this year? This is gonna seem like. So petty. It's the snow trooper from the last wave just because they got the color wrong. You know, the armor is Are you talking white, about the cream color. Yeah. The cream color suit. And I know, yeah, I've looked at enough pictures from the film. It's supposed to be white. I mean, it's not, you know, it could be a different tone white than the armor, but it should be white. And instead it's basically gray. So, you know, that is, you know, a simple thing on a simple figure. And I think, yeah, they they messed it up a bit. So it was just disappointing because I love snowtroopers. So I guess I'm prejudiced. I wonder mm-hmm. where they got the reference for this. Obviously, screen caps, but the 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 you know the costume, the inner costume is pretty much like a fleece kind of outfit. Maybe they actually saw an actual costume and and said, "Oh, well, this is kind of off white." So. We'll just go with this. So maybe it's just the aging of the actual prop. So you mean like a brown coat they, on uh, is what you mean? <coughs> no. Yeah, yeah. let's not start that again. <laughs> God damn it, Ryan. What's wrong with you? I had no, to, that's, I had that, to do it. I think maybe that's what happened. This guy maybe. needs some weathering, though, too. If you're going to go yeah. like that, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Now that I think about it, this is actually a pretty cool figure. 
Hmm. That's why, you know, last year the um, Force Awakens Snowtrooper came out, and I think that was probably my favorite six-inch figure last year. And that that one is pretty white. Snowtroopers are hard to beat, but yeah, this is kind of a weird misstep for color. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good eye. Um, Good eye, Matt. Good eye. No, I'm glad out. For me, the wor- the most disappointing figure of the year for the six inch was the uh, Tatooine Luke. Looks terrible. Nothing looks good about it. Nothing. Maybe the maybe the lightsabers. No, even the lightsabers not good. There's nothing good about this figure. When you look at the head compared to the to the A New Hope head they did for the um, Luke X Wing figure, it's just. I don't know why they changed their mind about what Luke's head should look like, but they shouldn't have changed their mind. The first one was much better. Um, the body is really scrawny. When you put it next to the other Luke's, it doesn't even—it doesn't even look like it's the right scale. It just—the robes fits really weird. The—I um, don't know—the pants aren't very detailed. Just and Tatooine Luke's one of my favorite figures, so or you know, favorite versions of Luke. Proportionally, really, the head looks like a grapefruit. <laughs> just really disappointed in the just all around. It just looks bad. You know, you look at some of the um, even you look at some of the three and three quarter inch figures. I was looking at like the um, the uh, vintage collection 2010 or Luke Skywalker, Luke Jedi, the head sculpt. And like it's so much better than the head sculpts they've been able to do for the six inch figures. Like if you take the Jedi Take Jedi Luke, for example. If you look at the six-inch Hasbro Jedi Luke, you look at his head, and then you take the vintage collection three and three-quarter-inch Luke and look at his head. Like It's like they forgot how to sculpt the head. It's just – it doesn't even look like the um, – it's like they didn't even really care. And then if you – Chris B, um, who unfortunately couldn't join us tonight, he, he came over – we had a, a party a couple months ago, and he brought the uh, – is it the Bandai figure? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that was and, great. You know, it's it's the same scale, and it's just like they really put so much more TLC into sculpting it. it just makes me set a little sad that Hasbro just I don't know if they can't budget it or what, but well, it's, it's funny Japanese Japanese Star Wars toys since the beginning have always seemed to be mm-hmm. just a little bit better. I don't I don't know just, why. I think they just care more. <laughs> well. There's also, you know, we also can't overlook the fact that that Bandai figure costs twice as much as a to black. To import series. it though, to import it, like you can import it from Japan for fifty bucks. You know, you buy it in the U.S., it's twenty, twenty-two bucks. So, I mean, I I really wish that uh, Disney would do away with these exclusive scale licenses with Hasbro. Like, let them compete. I would love to see because Bandai sells. You know, a lot of figures in the U.S., you know, they have for years. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not allowed to sell Star Wars. Um, I would love to see them compete directly with Hasbro because I think it would be good for everyone. I think Hasbro would have to up their game. They would have to. Yeah. Comparatively, there's no there's no competition. <laughs> no, no. That happened with uh, Transformers. I mean, they definitely, Hasbro had to change the way they approach Transformers because these third parties were making just incredible, mm-hmm. you know, essentially generic Transformers that looked like the vintage ones. <laughs> and so yeah. Hasbro had to change their game there, and now they're all about making 
quality replicas, you know, of figures that came out in 85 and 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. Okay. Enough negative review on that, Luke. <laughs> I still bought it, so what does that say about me, huh? Hmm. <laughs> um, let's move away from the six inch figure and six inch figures and go what was next on my list? I think I put something twice on the list. I didn't mean to. Next, let's look at the vehicles. Um, the vehicles and play sets, but I don't think there were any play sets, but if there were, let's look at the best Hasbro three and three quarter inch scale vehicles. Um, you guys hear that funny sound? Yeah, I do. I think that's my pacemaker. Sorry. I don't hear anything. Thump my you chest don't. a little bit. Are there we go. Excited, Is that better? Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> you said vehicles and I, yeah, I'm going into deep. I need to defib myself. Ryan, in your opinion, what was the best Hasbro three and three quarter inch scale vehicle this year? You know, I was tempted to go with the Tie Striker just because I love the design of the vehicle. I think it's a, a well done uh, version of that vehicle. Um, but honestly, over the last few days, I've been playing with the ATACT. It's a fun toy. Um, however, I, I will put on that. I think this is a great toy and best toy of the year, but not at the original price. I wouldn't pay $300 for this thing. I paid $150 for it. It's worth $150. It's so much fun to play with on your phone. I just sat there in my chair, just moving it around uh, the house, uh, shooting darts around and everything else. I I think it's a really cool feature to be able to hook it into using Bluetooth on your phone, uh, have it walking. It walks very well, although it'll stumble itself on carpet. It didn't fall over for me. It tried to. But um, it it's just very well done in that aspect. And then the fact that they gave us the cargo container comes out, even though that never came out in the movie, it's still a nice little play feature. Uh, it came with the three figures. Granted, two of them are direct repaints, with the uh, C2B5 being a repaint of R2-D2 and the uh, Jin Erso being a repaint. The uh, ATACT driver is a almost repaint, but it has some new parts. Um, a very well done figure, but I, I thought it was a fun, fun vehicle toy. Uh, and I know people are down on it because of the price, but not because of what it is. I, I think if people pick this up for 100 to $150, they're going to love it. What's up with the price of this thing? So did they start it at 300 just thinking, well, we'll, we'll start it at 300 and then make people like, did they, you think they originally planned to sell it for 150, but but put the $300 price there originally to make people think they're getting it half off. Who knows? Like, is it like a, is it like a mind game? It could be because I know a lot of people on those bigger vehicles. Uh, I go back to the MTT on that where people would wait because we saw the bigger vehicles go on clearance later on and mm-hmm. people who paid full price felt bad. And, uh, yeah. and so they, I think it became where they were waiting on it with the Falcon and with the big TIE fighter last year as well. They waited for it to go on clearance Maybe that I never thought of that as hey let's put it out a higher price point to begin with. I mean it hasn't been out long. It's been out less than a month and targeting yeah. clearancing them for half price. You might be onto something there, Jason. Uh, so yeah. that's a good point. Well, Walmart also offered it for about two hundred bucks for a few days before Christmas as well. So there, I think there was some leeway on how much they could uh, <clears throat> mark this mark this item down and still make some money off it. Um, yeah, I mean, Target seemed to be about the last place to put it on their shelves, and within a week, 
they've got it for half price. Yeah. No, I, I mean, they've price. always been very aggressive at clearancing things out after Christmas, but it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think this is one of those toys that um, in about four or five years, people who didn't buy it are going to wish they would have and the, the, they're going to skyrocket in price like the uh, BMF and all that? Do you think this is going to be something that's going to shoot up in value in a couple of years? I wouldn't be surprised. So many vehicles have. I think a lot of people are going to mm-hmm. pass it up because of that original price. Um, and then, I also wonder most, how many of these are put out. Like I said, Target. I only saw three of them. It's the only three I ever saw at my Target. And they probably had, in the time frame that they had those big Tie Fighters, they probably had about twenty to twenty-five go through that same store last year. So uh, clearly, not as many are being ordered uh, to retail on these. Yeah, I don't. I think this is way underproduced compared to even. Like Ryan said, the TIE Fighter, the six-inch TIE Fighter last year. So it'll be interesting whether these uh, linger or continue to show up or whether this was, you know, it. That, that that will be telling. I mean, last year we didn't get a lot of stuff for the first half of the year, so this might be something that's pushed again at Easter time. Who knows? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, this is the first big three-and-three-quarter vehicle we've gotten in the Disney era, right? So, I mean, we didn't get a big vehicle for Force Awakens in the three and three quarter. We got the Falcon. Falcon. Uh, Yeah, okay, I forgot about that one. (laughs) Which is still not that big of a vehicle. And this thing really isn't that big when you compare it to the 2010 AT-AT. No, it's the size of a vintage AT-AT is what it is. Yeah, Yeah, it's like the exact proportion. It's 18 Mm -hmm. inches high. It's hard... I'm sorry, I actually did a review video on my uh, YouTube channel this last week, and I lined it up next to every release of the AT-AT, so you can see that it's the same size as the original Hasbro and the original Kenner. But yeah, it's dwarfed by those big AT-ATs from 2010 and that. And Jake, didn't you do didn't you do like an article about the uh, inflation in the AT-AT? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. This is, um yeah, a few months back on the site, I did a, uh, a comparison, <clears throat> and this is by far the... M- the most expensive Hasbro item ever released to date. I mean, they've not had, you know, they Toys R Us did a massive markup on the Big Millennium Falcon when they put it in vintage packaging. Um, that was two hundred fifty, right? Yeah. That was two fifty. Yeah. So this is um, at three hundred. This doesn't compare to anything. And I even adjusted. I went back and looked at all the AT-ATs since. <clears throat> Uh, 81 was the first release, and I even adjusted for inflation. And even those, nothing really ever topped, even adjusted for inflation, about 140, 150 bucks. So to have something come out right out of the box at 300 is, yeah, twice what we've ever got. You know, who, who, who are buying these? It's just older, older collectors. Are are these? I think this is a completist. I think this is the completist. I think it's us. I think we're the ones buying this because I don't know any kid. There's no advertising on this, you know, on television. So there's no Mm -hmm. kids out there that are beating down the door for an ad act. Also, it's a PG-13 movie. I didn't even take my kids to this one. They're uh, six and ten. And uh, I watched it and thought it was a is a bit violent. So um, not that they couldn't handle it. It's just you know, it is a PG thirteen film. So 
It's not like you're catering to six year olds like you would with a traditional, you know, Star Wars movie. So now, now, now Jake, uh, you got to remember though, Kenner put out uh, Aliens, Predator, Terminator, RoboCop. Well, Kenner didn't do it, but all those figures that are based off rated R movies in the '90s. So I don't know if PG-13 is a an excuse on that. <laughs> well, it is when the line has up until now had more of a you know a kid focus so well, last two movies were pg-13 as well so that's true but this is a whole different pg-13 yeah uh, this is pretty mild. I, I can't, oh, I can't. this this is mild compared to revenge of the sith yeah, is it yeah for kids yeah I mean, um, you know I, I, I every every I'm sorry if you haven't seen the movie and you're listening to this podcast. You shouldn't be listening to this podcast if you haven't seen the movie. Every, every character, every main character dies. Every possible, any sign of a hero in this movie dies. Every single one. Even the new like, villain dies. Where, where does, I mean, where does, what does the parent tell the kid that when every character dies? Like, they're all dead. Are they, they all went to Star Wars heaven or space heaven or whatever i don't know what you tell your kids but <laughs> <laughs> but you know they're all dead i, I everybody you know, goes I, to space heaven i don't know what wasn't I that thought. an elvis song yeah <laughs> never mind i don't know i took you know my kid's seen it twice he's eight mm-hmm. didn't you know didn't he didn't seem to be phased by it okay but you know, I yeah, numbed him they... up with uh, Batman <laughs> and Suicide Squad earlier this year. So mm-hmm. there have oh, been a lot less um, like there's not the kitty storybooks and stuff that they did with The Force Awakens for Rogue One. Right. I mean, That's true. I there's no that. when you go to the grocery store, at least around here, there's like a section of books usually. And you can see lots of Force Awakens, you know, Finn's mm-hmm. tale. In Ray's diary, and but there's no Jin's diary, and there's no um. My mom got shot today. Right. My dad's been taken right. prisoner. And then we're all gonna I'm die. Being raised by this weirdo with a breathing mask. <laughs> yeah, I'm being raised by an extremist terrorist. Yeah, there's, <laughs> it's not quite as um. You, you can't you can't kitty eyes, can't you know. Bring well, out the, the last movie. The robot was a cute little adorable mm-hmm. BB-8. This one is sort of a smart-ass adult humor robot. So yeah, <laughs> maybe that summarizes it. Yeah. All right, um, Jake. What was your favorite vehicle this year? Favorite vehicle. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to go with the U-wing, but I don't. I, I really don't like the fact that there's only a one pilot available for him especially when it's like a transport ship you know i know we've been spoiled in the past with you know we have about four or five different versions of um the republic uh gunships which you know this is kind of like a modern version um of one of those in the sense that it's supposed to be a transport ship and hold lots of guys and have a bigger cockpit so um i think the sculpt of the ship's great but I think the size of it kind of made me go, ah, maybe not. So I um, I got the attic for Christmas, but it's yet to come out of the box because we've been busy. Um, that'll probably happen later tonight. But I did get a chance uh, with Ryan to preview this vehicle early on in September, and I really enjoyed playing with it then. So 
Um, we don't have a lot to choose from this year. We have <laughs> Hera's A-Wing, a TIE Striker, a U-Wing, and an ADAC. So I'm going to go with the ADAC. All right. Another another ADAC. Not A-T-A-C-T? No. I don't, I don't no. say A-T-A-T, so I'm not saying A-T-A-C-T. <laughs> All right. But you'll have you'll gladly say ATST, right? I was gonna say, do you say at? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's all, all about right. the four legs right. or the two I'm legs. I'm sure I've said this before on one of these shows. As a kid, I said at sat. At sat. Oh wow. Sat. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, not making it up. I absolutely did. So, uh, so is, a, is a six-legged walker an at? Ah, could be. A-T-T-E? Yeah. Yeah, it's an att. Tom, what was the uh, best uh, three and three quarter inch scale vehicle this year? I'm gonna go with the micro machine Hound's tooth. <laughs> okay. The micro- no, I'm. Uh, I, I do like the. Uh, the I for the. It's really expensive, but I'm gonna go with the whatever the ad at thing. Nerf, nerf the nerf <laughs> sack. Oh man, well you can't get away from it. Starts, you know. You can't get away with it, though. I mean, I was going to go with the uh, uh, the A wing, uh, but it's got those ridiculous Nerf things too. So you know, you can't win in this battle of Nerf, Nerfy yeah. Nerfness. All right, so I'm going to have to go with the at at kick pick in the at sack. Okay, <laughs> Matt, where are you at with this? All right, in my notes I had the ad act, but I'm going to mix it up just for the sake of argument. I like the A-Wing, Harris A-Wing. It's Whoa. it's a nice vehicle. Yeah, comes with the It hair. does look cool. It looks cool. It's yeah. you know, it's you know, kind of to scale. It's an original trilogy vehicle, even though you know, it's rebels themed, but and for the sake of, you know, somebody saying something positive about Nerf as as somebody with about a hundred thousand Nerf guns in my house because of my kid, that A wing shoots Nerfs further than any other thing he's got. So it's a really it's a, power, it's a powerful yeah, Nerf it is powerful. delivery system. <laughs> if that matters, do, do you think this Nerf gimmick is selling, helping to sell the vehicles? Do you think it helps? My kid. Who are like, you talking to? Me? Anybody. Ooh. I don't care. Anybody who will answer. Man, I'll Personally, go with you. I don't think it helps. Yeah, my kid likes it. You know, yeah. but, but, you know, he probably would like it if it was shooting the plastic missiles that we got as kids. Okay, now I asked I asked this question of Chris Crisby a couple months ago. If you if you had set your kid down and put in front of him the A wing with the nerf dart or a nerf gun, which one is he gonna want to play with? Which one would he take and go off Nerf and play gun. Yeah. Chris B. said the same thing. So. So would mine. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't like to see the Nerf missiles on everything. I, I thought, you know, I was hoping that the Falcon was just an exception, but I guess that is the rule, at least for this year. <sighs> for nerdy adult collectors, the Nerf <laughs> right. is really distracting. Yeah, it is. Well, on the A wing, it was the one thing where it's not hidden as well. Whereas on the U wing, right. you can hide it, and the uh, tie the Falcon, striker it fits I, in well. Yeah, the Falcon hit it, and of course the the ATACT hides it pretty well too. Mm-hmm. 
I wish the um I wish they were um a little easier to remove. I don't mind if they just you know snap in or something, but they're on some of the vehicles like the like the tie striker. If you start putting it together and you attach them, you're, you're kind of stuck with them. But anyways, um, so Matt, you're going with the A wing. Yeah. Okay, that leaves me, and I'm for the best vehicle. I'm actually I'm gonna go with the U wing. I really like that vehicle. I think it looks really cool. I wish it was bigger, and I wish it didn't have the Nerf thing on it, but I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and I don't like the the pilot that it came with, but he's out of sight, out of mind. But I, I really like the design. It reminds me of Buck Rogers. And totally. I think it's cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm definitely hmm. going with that. And I haven't. I don't have the Adact. So I, I just don't know. I haven't been able to mess around with it. Maybe if I had been able to play with it, maybe I would go with that. But based on what I've you know gotten my hands on this year, I'm going with the U-Wing. Somebody get that guy a Wilma Deering figure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that leads us to what was the worst vehicle this year. And back to Ryan. Well, we didn't have many. Uh <laughs> And I had to go with uh, kind of a re-release. They re-released that uh, Y-Wing Bomber, the small-scale one with uh, Kanan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which, you know, that's last year if with Force Awakens. It was a re-release, uh, a repaint of a Clone Wars vehicle. And it's not a bad vehicle. It's just I didn't see the point in re-releasing this again. Uh, you know, last year with Force Awakens, they gave us several small vehicles that may have not been in the movie, but gave us uh, a little bit of variety. I thought they could have done something more, something new to go with uh, Rogue One or even Rebels that maybe was a more mini-rig style, but it was a new vehicle rather than the re-release of this. Uh, yeah. As, as it is, we've had so many Kanans already, and this is virtually right. the same figure. So it really should have been something new rather than the re-release of the Y-Wing bomber thing. I mean, I understand why they have to periodically re-release vehicles, but why re-release something that was just out last year and is still on the shelf? Like, yeah. if you have to reuse a mold, I understand. You know, they have to do that to get so many vehicles out and cut costs, but I just can think of a lot of other smaller vehicles that I would rather see re-released. Yeah, I mean, they could have gone back to, like, that the Yoda fighter that they put out. Was that 2013? That was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. something like that we haven't seen in a little while, but... Or why not re-release that little um, that little rebel um, transport? Um, yeah. What was that thing called? That came out like around 2011. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scene. That would have worked great with Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah why not yeah. re-release that? That would have been a good idea. Yeah. I mean, just snap on a Nerf dart to it, and it's good <laughs> to go. <laughs> uh, Jake, what did you think was the worst vehicle this year? Well, I went with the TIE Striker, and I the reason I went with the TIE Striker is because um, <clears throat> it is got a large uh, fuselage on it, but it, it really only sits one figure, and so I was hoping there would be more play value built into it, but it's uh, it's essentially just an oblong, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it, it doesn't do much. It, it's got the nerf feature, of course, um, which is fine. And the wings uh, raise and uh, lower, you know, kind of like uh, X-wings S foils. Um, uh, I did I did note that you can, if you don't like the uh, Nerf um, uh, 
uh, whole, uh, Nerf dart holders that are underneath the wings. Those are easily removable with a small screwdriver. But other than that, I, I wanted there to be more, especially in this uh, big compartment that it has. So I guess that's my, you know, that that's my uh, drawback to this thing. I think these are actually supposed to be two-seaters as well, and it's only a single-seater, even though there's room for more. So that's that's my deal. Um, also, the, the value vehicles... Um, the you know the kind that kind of incorporate uh, or are part of the six inch value line of uh, figures. The the three vehicles that they have out the X wing the the Tie Striker and the Falcon on um, that version of the Striker has landing gear, um, which this does not. So I don't know which is accurate, but I would assume this thing would need landing gear and it does not have that. So just a few reasons like that. Um, I mean, it's not a horrible. I mean, I have to pick one. Uh, in my mind, I have to pick one, and there's only been four new vehicles really this year, so I don't have a lot of options. So it's not the worst figure. I mean, vehicles, just out of the four we got, it's probably the least favorite. Least, yeah. Okay. Tom, what do you think was the worst vehicle this year? Uh, I'd probably have to go with the TIE Striker, too. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of lame. Do you but think it doesn't just, come with a nerf. I don't know. Do you think the um, just the toy is lame, or do you think the whole vehicle is lame? Like even as far as in the movie, I I don't blame the toy for being what it is because it's a relatively accurate representation of what it was on film. I just think the tie mm-hmm. is just kind of dopey looking. Yeah, they didn't That's really all. use it much, and yeah, yeah. I don't all know. Right. There you go. Okay. Ooh, off the hook. <laughs> Matt, what would you consider this year's uh, worst vehicle? Uh, I'm going to go with the U-Wing just because it's disappointing mm. in the size. You know, it's it, yeah. M- my favorite prequel vehicle was definitely the, the gunship, which I sort of equate this to. I mean that's I mean that's my favorite prequel vehicle. It's probably up there with you know the big Adat and the big Falcon, you know, and the the vintage Death Star is you know one of the really great toys they've made, and this should basically be the same thing, you know. That's the way they used it in the film. I mean, it was even more versatile because they could fly it around in space, and you know they just turned it into like a one guy fighter. And okay, I mean that's the that's the way they're going with the vehicles. Okay, fine, but it was disappointing. So, but I still, it, it, you know, I still like it. It's just yeah, if I gotta pick one. That's that'll be the one. Yeah, I can understand that. It, it, vehicles just will they ever again be what they were? It just seems like the vehicles the last three years have been small, chintzy. Um. Well, look, the, the quality the standards they, have been low. You know, when they did not re-release the big Falcon last year and instead gave us a dumbed down one, mm-hmm. you know, as good or as bad as you want to say it was. Right. You know, you know, they had a Millennium Falcon, which was only a couple years old and they didn't re-release it. I mean, I think that tells you what what they want out of the vehicle market. Yeah, I think the um M- the M- MTT is the last vehicle that they sculpted that still had the 
high quality, decent sized scale. I don't think they've done anything since. Everything else that has been even, you know, a decent scale or 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 size has been like a re-release. Like I know they re-released the the X-wing I think in 2013 and the uh, Slave One, but those were molds that had been out since 2000 at least 10. Um, they just haven't done a, a what I consider a high quality vehicle since. And you know maybe the labor costs are too high where they never will. I don't know. Well, when did the MTT come out? That was the 2012. It was with the three yeah. episode it, one. In yeah. 2012 was the turning was the turning uh, point where Hasbro shifted their focus. Yeah, because that's when they started integrating in five POA slowly, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and, has slowly phased out the three and three quarter line black series to be an exclusive, and right. you know that. They they clearly changed at 2012 with Disney's takeover. Yeah, a different focus for the three and three quarter line, and I don't think we will get those type of quality um, collector focused vehicles again until the franchise takes a break and they need right. to recapture fans because right now it's not taking a break. And last year, Hasbro had record sales, and I'm sure they'll do fine again this year. And they'll mm-hmm. probably do incredible next year with Episode Eight. So they have no reason or motivation to make an MTT or a Big Millennium Falcon again because what they're doing is working for them. So, yeah. And a lot of us have shifted our money from the three and three quarters super articulated line to the six inch line. So again. Hasbro's not out any money. They're actually making more money because they cost more. So, you know, it's it's just we, a we, different, it's just a different, a different is. everything. Yeah, and this it year, is. I mean, to me, feels like a kind of a cookie cutter of last year as far as how they did things. Oh, you're absolutely right. They've done everything. Almost every store has the same type of exclusives. Mm-hmm. They rebuild content at the same time. The packaging is the exact same, just with different um, images. So, yeah, no, everything is, yes, they replicated 2015 and 2016. So right. Okay. Uh, to, to speak to that and the earlier question that Jason raised about the number of figures this year, I did the math while we were up to this point. 2016 was half as many figures as last year, 177th to 85. I so we had such a long period with nothing for a little while. So right, I see and that. the first half of 2015 was you know the final dump of Black Series carded figures. We still had a bunch of Rebel stuff, and those and there were a bunch of repacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the those digital four packs that came out. Yeah. You know that you know there's a bunch of figures there, but even even if you get rid of that stuff, you know it was there was more support for Force Awakens than there was for this. So, so it's it's a smaller version. Of it's a it's a smaller version, <laughs> but none. I mean, this is still more than we had. I mean, if if 85 turns out to be the final number, and if this last wave of figures hits shelves, you know, add a couple to that, you know, it's on par with like 2013, right? Yeah. Which you know, was what happened in 2013. Really nothing. So, yeah. Now 2013 and was the year that was it, was that the year? Well, the, the, 
as the quality, you know, we had, I think we had like a kind of a golden age for quality from like maybe 2009 through 2012 or 13. Um, but we were complaining. <laughs> we we're always going to complain, right? We were really complaining about distribution back then. I think that was like, that was a big deal. And I think distribution has been a little better. I know the last wave or two of Force Awakens was a little tricky to find last year. Or earlier this year, I should say. But that's been common for a long time. Usually the last wave of yeah. Yeah. becomes the harder things to find. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of harder to find, I, I really was hoping that this that, that they would repack some of those harder to find figures um, this year, you know, or in 2016. But that's, well, you gotta that's up to them. The Royal Guard and... Yeah, but you know, like the um, for the three and three quarter inch figure, I was really thinking they should repack Akbar, um, Kylo Ren without uh, with, without the mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, there are just a couple figures that weren't weren't that easy to find. But yeah, yeah, those figures could come out again. You never know. Um, for worst vehicle, my pick. I actually don't know. None of the vehicles are. I feel like they're all kind of even about how much I like them. There's none that really stuck out that I really hated. None that I really loved. Um, I'd probably just go with what Ryan said and go with any of the repacked vehicles. That Y-Wing bomber seems like an easy target. <laughs> so I think I'll go with that one as well. Yeah, it's um, an <laughs> EU vehicle that, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did that and that little walk? Did that little um, uh, what was the little walker? Oh the yeah, uh, walker. The did that thing come back out? Was that out? Yeah, it got back out. Oh, I go with that one then. Oh, okay. That one's too. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're gonna do a pick on a repacked vehicle, pick yeah. on that because that one's terrible. It was still sitting on shelves in the Force Awakens packaging. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. So. Leaving three and three quarter inch and black series behind. Let's go to the best action figure of any scale from any company. So other than what we've already, other than the scales we've already talked about, uh, specifically Hasbro. Um, what was your favorite figure other than the uh, the Hasbro three and three quarter and six inch figures? I'm sorry, did you say my name? I missed it. Yeah. Okay. What was your What was your favorite figure other? Um, I got a tie, and I looked it up because I wasn't sure if either of these actually came out this year, but they both did. I couldn't remember. Um, but the Hot Toys Darth Vader, the first one that they did for uh, A New Hope, came out. It looked like it was about February, March. Um, that's an amazing 12-inch uh, figure, uh, one of my favorites that I have. It's expensive, yes, but um, if you've never bought anything from Hot Toys, uh, you should. I, it's actually the only Star Wars Hot Toys I have so far is... The other ones from come from Back to the Future and Superman, stuff like that. But um, this is an amazing figure, and it made me order two more Hot Toys coming up of um, the Phasma and Han Solo from Force Awakens. Um, I highly recommend this figure uh, to anybody. And uh, But if you don't want to spend $250, I understand. I would go with the, uh, the Bandai uh, model kit Captain Phasma. You get the uh, very shiny silver armor on this. Great detail, great posability, same scale as your Black Series 6-inch, uh, and yet it looks better. It has even better posability to it. Uh, I think it's a great figure, and I, I'd say go with that one. All right. 
Jake, what do you think was the uh, best fi- best figure? Hmm. Any scale, any company. Any scale, any company. I know you won't let me talk about Funko Pops, so I won't I talk don't care. about those. Go for it. <laughs> there's no rules. If that's what you want to pick, pick it. No. Uh, I think there's been some pretty cute offerings this year. I've picked up more this year than I ever have, but that's still not, you know, not anywhere close to the hundreds that they put out. Um, you know what I figure I really like, and it's kind of, we've kind of already covered this ground, but not specifically this line. Um, I also don't know if this figure was out before the end of the year last year, but it is the Kanan Value 6-inch. So these are the ones that, you know, are the, found at the discount stores mm-hmm. in the East Coast. It's Dollar General and Dollar Family Dollar. Over here in the Pacific Northwest, it's been Big Lots. But I think Canaan uh, is a really well-sculpted version of the figure that looks like the cartoon in a uh, six-inch form. So you guys have any of you guys have this figure? Yeah, I no. got, the, I got yeah. the whole set of those. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I think they're I think they're classic. I mean, they're not even five POA. Some of them are four PA, POA, mm-hmm. but yeah. it still doesn't take away from the sculpt. And it looks dynamic, and you can twist him at the waist a little bit and give him his saber or give him his, uh, you know, Luke's Java Palace blaster that he carries. And I, I just think it's a really, really nice figure. Again, I'm not a guy that gets hung up on articulation, and you know, I, I that's probably one of the reasons I don't dabble into the uh, all the Japanese lines because you know they're super articulated, but that's not necessarily what gets me. It's really a sculpt matter. So um, I think Kanan's great, and for like six bucks, you can't really complain about the value that you get and the uh, sculpting of this figure. So. I know it's kind of weird and out there, but that that might be my pick. So, Tom, what was your favorite figure this year of uh, other? I am going to have to go with, hands down, the Bandai C-3PO. It's pretty awesome. Are you going to get one? I think I might. Yeah, one of these uh, one of these days I think I might. Tom, Tom uh, just R2 so you know, and, I was going to go with that, but it actually came out in 2015. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, Sorry to just burst your bubble there, Tom. Well, I don't. I don't have an answer then. All right, that's it. Sorry. Well, that's fine. You can still go with that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll go with that. I still All like right. it. So. <laughs> I tried. I tried. What What would you as far as different scales, different company? Uh, well, you know, out of all the figures that there are, of course, I ended up repeating with Ryan again. It's that. It's the Hot Toys Vader, which is, you know, the. The first, not the Rogue One one, which I haven't seen. I don't even think it's out. But the the uh, New Hope version Vader that they came out with earlier this year is awesome. And you know, if you know whatever the line from Ferris Bueller, if you have the means, I highly recommend you you pick one up. But um, that one's awesome. Um, I'm tempted to go with one of the Disney Elite figures, but. I don't think there were any this year that were that great. The C, you know, the C-3PO looks good until you turn it around and the, you know, and everybody always complains about those screws. So I'm just, yeah, I'll just stick with the, the hot toys Vader. Has uh, anyone picked up the deluxe? I think Ryan, you posted a video actually about it. The deluxe elite. How, how are those? 
Uh, they're pretty good. They were better than I expected. They're on par with your Hasbro 12-inch, I would say. Uh, the clothing's a little bit higher quality than I thought we got from Hasbro. Uh, but yeah, I did a review video. I actually just posted it today on YouTube. Um, the likenesses aren't the best. Uh, the Ray definitely doesn't look like Daisy Ridley. Um, the Leia looks a bit like Carrie Fisher. Um, but the Vader and the Kylo Ren look fantastic on them. The, um, the hot, speaking of hot toys, the hot toys Force Awakens Luke is not out yet, right? No. No, it is it's, not. It's gonna, is it going to be available next year? Is that a 2017 figure? Probably. It's, yeah, it should be any time now. With, with Hot right. Toys, like I ordered that Han Solo, it was supposed to be out in October, I think it is, and now it's saying January, February for me. So <laughs> Hot Toys are always delayed by several months as it is. Okay. All right. Um, I have a hard time with this this category because this year, 2016, was pretty much the first year where I completely decided I'm only collecting the uh, – three and three quarter inch figures and the six inch figures um, black series from Hasbro. And I've decided no other scales. I just, um, it just seems like there's so many now, so many different scales. And I just really wanted to, you know, focus more on what I was collecting. So I haven't really been paying attention to the other scales. Um, I do think the, I've always kind of liked the Jack's big figures. And I think the big fig um, um, K2SO, looks pretty cool and I've been tempted to buy it although I'm not going to. So I guess I'm going to go with that one. But it's really hard for me because I really haven't spent much time looking at the other scales. So that is my pick. Now let's go around to the worst, the worst uh any scale any company figure. <laughs> Brian, do you have one? Uh this took a little bit of looking at cuz I was like, well maybe there's something from Jack specific and I didn't really think that anything from Jack stood out as terrible to me. Uh, I thought about the Disney Elite. I'm sure some of you might find something you don't like that. <laughs> but I, there was nothing that just stood out to me. And um, I, I looked at like the Disney Elite and, and through all this stuff, and I finally just settled on the, honestly, the Disney Elite C2B5 again, just because <laughs> this was put out at $25, and I don't think he's in the film. <laughs> and it was a first release of Rogue One figures. Oh, somebody okay there? <laughs> I just fell off my chair. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and it's just a repaint of R2-D2 as it is anyway. Uh, so I was actually tempted to buy this right away, and I, and I haven't, because I was thinking it was going to end up being some really popular droid out of the movie. Uh, and then it wasn't even in the movie. I see they're $15 on the Disney store right now, and uh, <laughs> that's a better price. But um, I just, it's kind of a waste of figure, in my in my opinion. I they could have done something much better in its place. Uh, I don't know why they had to do this. Maybe we'll see a cut of Rogue One or deleted scenes to where he was featured much more. But this amounts to me like if uh, the Disney Elite had put out a Constable Zuvio last year. They didn't, thank goodness, but uh, <laughs> I don't see why this needed to be made. Okay. All right. Jake. This is a good question because, again, it's so many <clears throat> so many figures, like you said, so many brands uh, throughout uh, the year now, whether you want to go, you know, three and three quarter, you want to go six inch, you want to go value six inch, you want to go 12 inch, you want to go into all the 
you know, the Disney store exclusives, the Japanese exclusives, you, you do have a lot of action figure options. Um, but I think the, um, just cause I haven't found one that's got a good, um, uh, face paint job. I think the sculpting's all right on the figure, but the, the face just, um, she's always looking up. She's always looking off. And that would be the Jin Urso, um, 12 inch figure. So she came individually boxed, uh, you know, for like 10 bucks, or she came in uh, Target's multi-pack, the six-pack that's exclusive to them. So Hasbro's 12-inch uh, gin, just I, I can't find one that looks decent. Mine just doesn't look great. So that's probably going to be, and it's also it's not a great likeness on top of having a poor paint job. So that would probably be my uh, rank. And that's just, of course, again, going with, figures that i've picked up personally and not you know necessarily all those hundreds of other lines like i haven't picked up any of the disney lines yet or the japanese tamashi nations or hot toys or anything like that so so that's where i'm going to throw my money on the figures that i have Jin's doesn't look the best okay uh tom uh jack specific anything thanks <laughs> Okay. <laughs> still can't get over. Still can't get over the uh, you know the stink finger Ben, Obi Wan. That's not. So. No, that's not Jax. Oh whatever, dude. That's Just give me a break. I don't fucking know. Come on, come on. That's the. Uh, that was the. That was the Hasbro. Just whatever. Uh, okay. Soap Just, figure. So listen, edit here. me out of this. I don't want to <laughs> be here anymore. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Um, okay, so Tom's answer is Jack's Star anything, Wars toys suck. He's All right, something that they don't even make. Okay, Whatever, Matt, well. what's your uh, what's your take uh, for the worst figure of any company, any scale? Are spoons action figures? Uh, no. I would probably say no, but okay, your, well, that, then. But that can be it. If you no, want. yeah. I'm going to go with, and I, well, they call them figures. So even though they're those Lego, not the many figures, oh. but oh. the, the, the build of action yeah. figure guys, yeah, yeah, they're like yeah. six yeah. inches Trackers when you're done. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't like them. I don't think they look good. Mm. You know, like yeah, kid has a couple, too. not star Wars ones. And you know, they're even as Legos go, they're very fragile. So mm-hmm. that's that's my pick. Understandable. My pick is going to be the Disney. Uh, they have an elite elite series doll line now. Yeah, that's the premium I elite. The, I was talking about those. Premium elite. Yeah. Okay, they're about ten inches tall. I would say most 11 of them. Inches, about eleven inches. Yeah. Le- ten, eleven. I think they're mm-hmm. just just under scale, just under twelve. Yeah. Um, and I. I've looked at these and I've thought about actually buying them, even though I'm, you know, trying to stay away from other scales. But the Princess Leia, it's not that the head sculpt's so bad because it's really not that bad. It's the buns. But the buns are just horrible. Like, if you're doing this iconic character, you really need to get those buns right. Like, they have to look a certain way. And they tried to do something weird. I can't even explain what they tried to do. They look like, um, I don't know what, 
I don't even know how to explain it. They um, go out from the side of her head too far. Yeah. Rather, rather than being like yeah. one layer there, it's like there's multiple layers going out or something. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, if that's the best they can do, they should have just sculpted the sculpted hair, like not even had it, um, like not had rooted hair, just sculpted her head. Because it's it's you just know, too distracting, and it really you know, <laughs> you know that emoticon for the poo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks. Yeah, what it looks like jutting out of both sides of her. Exactly. Head. That's hey, that's a that's a good way to put it. Um, and that really turned me off from the whole line. Like that just made me think, eh, forget it. I'm not going to get these any of them. That's too bad. There's actually although I think most of them look. Pretty good. The but Vader that is actually is just... better than I thought it would be. I, I was yeah. impressed with it. Now the Vader did look pretty cool. Is it is the head kind of underscaled for the body or is it on? I thought the head was about right. I think we got used okay. to like Hasbro overscaling that sort of stuff that uh, mm-hmm. you kind of miss it. But it's about it might be a, a a minor bit too small, but it looks right. It it, it feels okay. Right. Man, and I thought the uh, I thought the ninety five Hasbro twelve inch figures were bad. These, this is this is bad. The lay is really bad. This the others bad. are okay. I think the Krennic looks pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't picked I'm, up the I'm Rogue surprised One yet. I'm surprised they did Krennic. I think that thing will be there for years. Yeah. But, but who knows? Do they hey, clear Jason. these things out? Yeah. Uh, I picked them up on a sale. I got them for about 25 each. Uh, at the mm-hmm. end of November, they had like a big 25% off sale. Um, mm-hmm. Disney has sales on stuff all the time, so... Yeah, I've seen those old talking 12-inch figures, some of those on sale. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's see. What are we left with? Um, uh, non-action figure toys. Exactly. What was the best non-action figure Star Wars toy of 2016? Ryan, we'll go to you. Um, This was difficult. I know last year we – I think we all unanimously picked the BB-8. Um. And I was like, gosh, what else came out besides action figures? I didn't think of buying much more than action figure toys, but, you know, other stuff that wasn't toys. But then I was like, oh, there's Lego. And I started looking through Lego, and I didn't buy it, but I thought it was really awesome. That's one of those things I'd like to get maybe at some point. But the uh, Lego Captain Rex ATTE. Ryan, uh, quit taking my stuff, man. <laughs> That's mine. That is mine. <laughs> um. It's an awesome rendering of that vehicle. It's something Hasbro's never going to make. We know that. Um, I was surprised that they did it, but it looks really good, especially with this year's Lego offerings I thought were kind of um, dull. I mean, they weren't bad for the most part, but they were kind of boring in some ways. A lot of the Force Awakens stuff was not the most exciting uh, that came out this year. Uh, The initial stuff was good last year. Um, but this ATTE and all the figures it came with, I thought it was a really good uh, choice for a non-action figure toy of the year. Well, I'm going to just uh, reiterate what Ryan just said. <laughs> I uh, I got it for Father's Day this year, and uh, the kids and I sat down and built it, and we've had a lot of fun with it since. So, it's uh, it's uh, it, of course, it's got its origin in the uh, Jaws uh, ship, so, of course, it has some... You know, cooler features even beyond the fact that it's, you know, from the show. Um, it's a great piece. It's got lots of moving parts. And, yeah, no, it is it is by far, you know, at least one of the most expensive non-action figure thing I've also bought this year as well. So going with the ATTE from Rebels Lego. Has, 
has anybody seen has anybody I'm just curious if anybody's seen has anybody taken a Hasbro um ATTE and customized it into this? I you know, I don't like think that. I don't no. think anyone wants to do any damage <laughs> yeah. to the uh, I agree to those type of vehicles from that era because it's now being surprised. held up on high. If I had a spare one, I would try it. I think I would. I've seen people doing lots of customizations of uh, big vehicles like that, so I wouldn't be surprised if something exists out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I just opened my... Um, <clears throat> I got a little shock online because for some reason I just had put it off because I counted yesterday and I have 10 different AT vehicles, right? Um, and I was opening... I never opened the 2006 one. And just people were astounded that I had actually unboxed it, even though I have everything else loose. I just never got around to opening, you know, the Endor one that came with the biker scout with the flip up. Um, yeah. Mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm surprised. And they're like, dude, do you know how much money that is? And I'm like, well, no, come on now. You know, we bought this for, oh, I think it was 80 back then. But yeah, sure enough, those things can roll up to about 300 now. And that's yeah. just for, uh, the undersized one, not to mention the, you know, the larger ones that come later. So yeah, those vehicles I was, are holding their money. I know. I was um, um, moving some of my collection around, and I, uh, my ATST, the Walmart version from 2010, it like fell down, and the and the leg broke off. Yeah, cracked. And I thought, oh, that sucks. But then I thought, well, I'll just buy a loose one. I'll just go get a, you know, get another one to replace it. And I looked on eBay, and the prices for that 2010 ATST are really high, like really yeah. high. Loose, even loose, just it's crazy. I had no idea that 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 vehicle had um had gone up in price so much, especially because it was released a couple of times. Kmart had a version of it, I think, and there was a Target version. Like, mm-hmm. that was a that Ultimate Battle Pack or something. So yeah. I figured at least one mm-hmm. of those. You know, I just, wanted, I just want an example of it. I don't really care if it's the Walmart one, the Target one, or the Kmart one. I just want another one. But um, I'm going to have to really research and wait to find one that's kind of affordable. Yeah, no, no I, that's a public service announcement. For those who... <laughs> Get around to opening the Walmart version. My uh, leg broke off too from about a three-inch fall. So, um, yeah, yeah they're hard legs, to stand. They're very yeah. easy. They'll fall over easy. Yeah. So it's interesting you talk it's, about that though, Jake, because I bought my Endor Walker like that probably three years ago, probably less than that. Uh, I got it off eBay loose for like forty or fifty bucks. So I'm kind of glad I picked it up when I did. Oh yeah. No, I haven't bought sure. that. I've never bought that version. It just had the the muddy paws, right? And it has a different interior with different sound effects and stuff. Yeah. That was the reason I like, bought it. Yeah. I, I remember when that came out, I thought, I'm not buying this for muddy paws. I didn't see any <laughs> mud on it. I didn't see any mud on it in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's what I thought too, Jason. And, and then all of a sudden it hit me that the interior had all the electronics, including talking to Vader. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, the Ender Walker isn't going to have that, so I had to see what was in there, and sure mm-hmm. enough, it was different. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, there's a reason to buy it." Yeah, the the Hoth one comes with uh, uh, a blue kind of light up screen in the cockpit, whereas the Endor one comes with the green one. And yeah, there's 
there's more. You know, one comes with the white speeder bike, one comes with the brown. So there's a lot of differences beyond the fact that it's just got muddy paws. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I probably won't get it because it's probably way too expensive now. Um, where were we? Oh, we were at Tom. 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 What was your? Tom has fallen asleep. Don't pick me. Don't pick me. What was the best? What was the best uh, non-action figure Star Wars toy of 2016? The Imperial Stormtrooper Hasbro helmet that they came out with. The voice-changing helmet. Uh huh. Nice. I think that's pretty cool. I would have freaked out if I was a kid and I had one of those. Mm Mm-hmm. I was still waiting. That came out in 2016, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I wouldn't mind. Good choice, Tom. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty tight. Pretty cool. I wonder with that line if they're going to do a Vader helmet. I think that'd be Uh, pretty cool. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, they did a uh, Kylo last year or so. Right. They could do a ton of renditions of different troopers now with... Yeah, with that gimmick for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, already got the uh, cool. Shadow Trooper one on mm-hmm. Amazon, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I um, uh, Arnie did a review of the Shadow Trooper one on Star Wars Action News, and he yeah. was not very impressed with it, with the plastic or or anything really about it. it seemed like he he said it really scratches really easy, and it seemed like his wasn't that great right out of the box. Yeah, I heard that review too. Mm-hmm. But that's he's the only person that I've heard actually talk about it, so I think I would just go for the standard one if I could get one. Scuffed up uh, stormtrooper helmet would actually look kind of cool. But not they were but not the pretty challenge. dirty in Rogue Little One. Little weathering. There was, there was some really dirty troopers in Rogue One. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it would fit right in. Matt, we're at you. Uh, yeah, I liked the Captain Rex walker lego that was cool um i'll also throw out uh, you know we don't people don't talk a lot about games you know when you talk about star wars collecting and toys and all mm-hmm. that but fantasy flight came out with a board game called rebellion earlier this year which is really fun you know it's and unlike hasbro who you know just comes out with you know star wars operation star wars risk star wars you know whatever uh yeah it's a fun game and it's you know it's it's not for little kids um but you know it, it's 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 a well-designed game if you're into gaming and i'm i'm not really but i have played it a couple times and it's good and you know if you get the chance try it out but yeah fantasy flight rebellion so just okay. to mix it up a little okay um, the uh, website I grew up, the I grew up Star Wars. They're doing a uh, uh, <laughs> never heard. Never of mind. <laughs> never mind. Never you have mind. a website? Yeah, uh, I was gonna say something stupid, but it, it did. The more I started saying okay. something, the more stupid it sounded. So, All right. yeah, please Thanks. edit this. What's next? <laughs> well, nothing. You just saved me from editing something stupid out. It's what happens when uh, I come off mute. All right. Nothing. Nothing happens. Um, my answer. Um, I probably never in a million years would have thought I would have bought something like this. But um, my favorite Star Wars character is Luke Skywalker. My easily favorite 
character of all time. Character. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. But, Everybody knows it's Slowbot, Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. He's my focus. He's my focus collection for the original trilogy. Well, everybody here swore it was Lobot for your favorite character, so I don't know no, what's going. I don't know what to believe he's, right now. He's my, he's not my favorite character. He's my favorite focus character. <laughs> if I focused on Luke's stuff, I, you know, so you just I'd have to get on the collect rack. Lobot just to be ironic, or no, 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 no. I I'm like confused. Lobot. Listen, I'm not trying to put Lobot down. I love Lobot. The his some of his things that he does in Empire Strikes Back, favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> but Luke Skywalker is why I love Star Wars. Um, yes. And when The Force Awakens came out, that end scene with Luke was my just uh, it's my favorite part of the movie. Just seeing Luke at the end. Um, and I just yearned for a Luke Skywalker figure, which nobody delivered. I mean, we've seen Hot Toys supposedly has one coming out, but nobody's come out with a figure. But I'm going to go with the Funko Pop, um, which I don't consider an actual. Wow. Figure. I'm going with the Funko Pop uh, Force Awakens Luke. Wow! It, it's wow! It's, it's the it's the only uh, company that made made that Luke. That's it. it just dropped a bomb, bud. <laughs> I know. It's the it's the truth, and I have it on my desk at work, and it's I love it. I I look at it all the time. I'm like, that's my that's Luke. <laughs> I never thought I would have said that. You know, last year. I, I would have said I'd never buy a Funko Pop, never, no matter what. Even if they did Happy Days Funko Pops, which you guys know how much I love Happy Days, I wouldn't buy them. I wouldn't buy them. Um, But where's Luke? I mean, no other company has, not Jax, not Hasbro. Has Lego even done a Force Awakens Luke? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. It's just weird. I wonder at this point how many are holding on to that because now it's been revealed and everyone knows even these companies that mm-hmm. f8 starts off where f7 ends so if they release a bunch of hot to i mean sorry a bunch of jedi knight luke now we're mm-hmm. all going to complain in the fall when we're like well we already have this i won't complain i'm gonna compl- <laughs> I- i'm just i'm and i understand that it takes a year to make a figure but it's been a year it's been a year. I, I, I don't know what to say. Luke Skywalker is the main is the main character of Star Wars. I think. I know some people might say Vader. Maybe Ryan might think Vader is. I don't know. I don't know. But to well, me, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is. Yeah. I mean, Luke Skywalker is the main character of Star Wars. I well, think. Hasbro says they're coming, and we've alluded to them meaning most likely mm-hmm. the six inch line, but they never said when. So, um, we know the next few figures that are coming out in the six inch line yeah um but that's probably going to take up you know the early half of this year so i don't see any more dropping until the fall maybe we'll see them at new york toy fair so i'm thinking yeah which means if we see him at new york toy fair that means he is a 2018 figure (laughs) <laughs> Not necessarily, because they could be debuting yeah, 40th anniversary stuff at Toy Fair. He might be a part of that. Who knows? Well, there's currently one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten figures still left to come out, announced, shown, and everything for the six-inch line. So, but they've I never that, shown Luke, right? But no. yeah, no, that these are all like Baze, Chirrut, Kazian, 
Vader, Royal Guard, Hera, Jaina, Lando, Qui-Gon, and Tusken Raider. Okay. So those are the non-exclusive figures that are coming in waves, and I think that will get us until Episode Eight starts to hit, or whatever 40th anniversary is going to happen now. All right. Before we get to that, let's just quickly go through what was the worst non-action figure Star Wars toy this year. Ryan? Um, I turned to Lego once again, which is weird. I love Lego stuff, but they released two things that had left me scratching my head this year. Uh, the first one is the Death Star. They literally stopped making the Death Star so they could make the Death Star again. It's the exact same model. They only changed out the minifigures in it. And I don't know how many people out there were thinking, yeah, I want to buy another $500 set just to get, you know, a bunch of new minifigures. I, I thought that was ridiculous. I When I heard they were doing a new Death Star, I expected something new with it. Instead, it's yeah. the exact same model, uh, which is very disappointing. I, it's an awesome model. I have that Death, the, the first one they did, and it is one of the coolest Lego uh, toys out there. But why re-release it? Like, <laughs> not necessarily re-release it. Well, why cancel it? And then re-release it. It made no sense. I would go with that or the Assault on Hoth set. That was a $250 set that many LEGO fans looked at. Uh, you see her, here at Assault on Hoth, you think it's going to be a big, cool set. It was not that exciting. It was. It just actually looks very small for its price. Um, just doesn't have what you'd expect with it. And uh, it was very disappointing to a lot of LEGO fans. So kind of a tie between those two from LEGO. Okay. Shame on you, LEGO. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is the first year I haven't bought any Legos. I can't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that Death Star is exact. Are the figures are are even any of the figures different? Because I couldn't I, from the pictures I looked at, I didn't see anything look different. The figures are different. They're updated versions oh, of the minifigures. Yeah. That is so the that only really, difference. So that really is a burn for people who are collecting those yeah. figures. Oh. Okay. That could be painful. I can understand that. Um, Jake, what was the worst? Uh, what was the worst non-action figure Star Wars toy this year? I'm assuming it came out after the movie. Um, we just got it for Christmas. Uh, my son got the First Order Star Destroyer from Micro Machines, and uh, it's the biggest piece that they made last or uh, this last year. And it's just really not a good playset at all. It only comes with two figurines. It only comes with two vehicles. And uh, it took me over an hour. It took me an entire viewing of the Bass and Rankins, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, to put the stickers on. Wow. And after <laughs> I put all the stickers on, I then I, I couldn't even really make out what they were thinking when they designed it because it – does but it doesn't look like the inside of a star destroyer and there's not a lot of play features and it's unclear whether panels are supposed to be upright or laid down it's just a really poorly designed playset so i'm going and that you know what that kind of is um par for the course when it comes to the micro machines playsets. the 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 multi-packs are great but when it comes to the playsets, they have a couple transforming heads too and I know that those were out in the end of 15, but um, they're just all really, really bad. They, they don't have any of the magic that the uh, the Galoob play sets had or the transforming heads. It's just a really uh, 
it's I, I don't know who they have working on that line, but it's someone that's not really skilled in creating a um a playset for that scale of uh, figurine or what have you. So that anything micro machine playset is gets my uh, worst vote. Okay, uh, Tom, we're back to you. What was the worst non-action figure Star Wars toy? In the year 2016. Uh, the uh, the Constable Zubio adult <laughs> toy play pack. Right. Only available at... In your mind. <laughs> <laughs> is it no that way. the... Is it that Probably. this... Is it that the toy is so bad or is it the fact that he wasn't in the movie so that makes it so bad? Uh, I, I don't know. If he would have, if Zuvio would have been a main character, would the adult Jason, I got a question for you. Why, why am I on shows like this? I've got absolutely somebody, nothing to oh, add. I think one of the best reviews of our show on iTunes is, um, what's the point of time? Why am I here? I know. Why am I here? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. I apologize to all the listeners, our four listeners out there, including me. The three listeners out there, I'm sorry that you, I had to put you through this. But What's they the insist that I show up to these things, and that we is insist. why. We yeah. insist. Yep. They, they, <laughs> they trick me in with cheese sticks, and now I'm here. I've got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah. We tell Tom we might talk about vintage, and then we don't. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. Um, okay, so Tom's worst Star Wars toy is the adult Constable Zuvio um, dress-up <laughs> kit. Correct, yes. All right. Yeah. So skip that one. Don't don't even bother with that one. If anybody's good at Photoshop and wants to make an image of that for Tom, go ahead. Or if you want to go to iTunes and leave us a, a, a negative <laughs> review, go ahead. I don't my last name is spelled B E R G E S. At least you know spelled my name right. If you're gonna complain, give us Thanks. a one star. Give us two one. Go go make do two reviews with one star. Or friend me on Facebook. Better yet, I know uh, people. I, I many podcasts say go to go to iTunes and leave us a positive review with five stars because it'll help more people we'd, hear about our show. I don't YouTube. believe that's true. I don't believe that's true. I believe you hear about shows, you listen to them if you want. I don't believe that the iTunes reviews helps more listeners find your show. I've, I'm just not, uh, I'm not on board with that theory. So leave us a negative review. One star is fine. No stars. Can you do that? I don't know. I don't. I think you can only leave one star. All right. You're never going to hear this anywhere else. I mean, negative. Give us negative reviews. That's awesome, if you, Jason. If you can up um, the what's the point of Tom review? Because that's my favorite. Um, <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> yeah, if you can, if if you find maybe that one, if you can do better than like that you. one, that would be. Uh, I will. I will send you a Constable <laughs> Zubio adult uh, playset. Exactly. Maybe you can be. That's uh, a challenge, too. Tom. You're making me want to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. We're to you now. What was the worst Star Wars toy? I think that Zubio thing sounds like it's got problems, <laughs> man. <laughs> I think we're sitting on a gold mine myself. <laughs> uh, I racked my head to try to figure out if they re-released the Furbaka, you know, and I could pick that. Again. Oh yeah. So that was 
last year though, right? That was last year. I picked that okay. last year. I considered I don't know that one. what an air hog is, but I'm sick of seeing them in stores. Um but you know, things that I'm like familiar with and it's not it's a disappointment. It's the worst toy line because I'm disappointed with it is those Disney Infinity video game figures because you know mm. they came out with the Star Wars at, you know right before Force Awakens last year and they came out with a bunch of figures and they're sort of cool figures and the game is fun the same way those Lego video games are fun and then they canceled the whole game just out of the blue and they're yeah, not supporting it those and, figures are like you can get them Walmart had them marked down to like $4 each or something giving them away now because they're mm-hmm. You know, it's been canceled. But it was the best yeah. sale I ever saw was Toys R Us had buy one get four free or something like that on that. Yeah, <laughs> nuts. Wow. And even if you don't play the game, the figures were sort of cool in that stylized animated way, and they just you know, and they had Marvel too and some other good stuff, and they just dropped it out of the blue. You know, woke up one morning and said, "We're done with this." So that was really upsetting. So that's my worst line of the year. Okay. Um, my worst line of the year, I don't even know if this is a toy. It might not be, but, you know, I'm calling them out anyways. Firefly, the toothbrush company. Um, I've enjoyed collecting Star Wars toothbrushes for years, but this company, Firefly, that currently has the license, they make terrible products. They're low quality. They just slap stickers on they're this, you know, generic brush that they use for nearly every line they have. They do Marvel and Disney stuff. And it's just um, it's disappointing as a toothbrush collector to see these just really lazily done products. Um, so I give it to them. That's the worst Star Wars toy of the year. Is a toothbrush a toy? Probably not. But what you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it can be. Disney, take that license away from Firefly, please. Give it back to uh, the GUM company that had it before. They they were doing their stuff was a lot better. Anyways, that's my rant. <laughs> um, it's valid. You're valid. Yeah. It's valid, Jason. Yeah. There's a you know there's a lot of there's a lot of problems in this world, and I'm worrying about a toothbrush company. What does that say? <laughs> about me? I don't know. um okay so let's try not to end on a downer like that what's what are we looking forward to to 2000 for 2017 and what do we predict ryan what do you think they're going to do in 2017 as far as star wars toys action figures or we're gonna get jedi master luke skywalker from force um i'm almost guarantee you we're gonna see this figure whether it's 40th anniversary or early release for episode 8 or something like that. It's going to happen. Um, I'm interested to see what Hasbro's going to do for 40th anniversary. Uh, you know, we've heard rumors of vintage packaging again. Uh, who knows? I, it, to me, the sky's the limit. It's a huge year for celebration uh, of the movies. And in 07, <coughs> well, the 30th anniversary, we, had, we got some great stuff that year. Uh, figures I'd never thought we'd see get made, like Efontmon and stuff like that. Lots of great vehicles came out that year. Um, I'm not pressing my luck here for getting a whole bunch of new vehicles, but maybe we'll see some some new vehicle releases. It'd be kind of nice. To me, Rogue One felt like it had a lot more vehicles in it than what we got, more than what we saw in Force Awakens. Um, 
multiple viewings have showed me you know more vehicles. While I don't think we'll ever see the Imperial shuttle that the crew actually flew around most of the movie in, and not the U-wing, um, I don't hold hold my breath for that. But uh, there was a lot of other stuff like that uh, Tie Striker. It was kind of a different one that the Death Troopers uh, flew into the beach on. Um, obviously, X-wings and Tie Fighters. Uh, to me, there seemed to be a lot more they could have done there. But um, maybe we'll see some of that. I. Uh, I hope we just get to see some really fun stuff that we've never seen before with the 40th anniversary. And then with episode eight, I envision an even bigger uh, celebration of Star Wars there. All right. Jake, what do you well, see coming I, down the line? Well, I predict that, um, like I said, we had the same card structure, the same um packaging design for more or less two years just with a slightly different theme the force awakens or rogue one um i see for 2017 getting a brand new card design that will then probably also be replicated in the han solo year uh the next year later so i i foresee a new packaging design coming this year um I can't quite say what they'll do with the 40th anniversary. I would like to think that there was a, um, I would like to think that there was a going to be a dedicated line for it. But again, if you're going to go back to the vintage collection, we, we've done that many, many times. I mean, there's hundreds of figures in that line. I don't know what new they could add to uh, that. So I think it would have to be something that was more exclusive that says more 40th anniversary as opposed to just going back to the vintage collection style of cards. Um, but I hope to see something, uh, Hasbro say, tends to say that they're going to be doing some stuff. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing some reissuing of vintage stuff, um, actual figures as opposed to cards, but you know, we know that they don't have any of the molds to the original stuff, um, anymore other than the vehicles, some of the vehicles. So, um, but yeah, that's what I think. I think uh, if Hasbro has the same success they've had this year um, as they did last year, then we'll probably get the same type of rollout, not much until the fall when uh, whatever Force Friday is, uh, 2017. Okay. Uh, Tom, what do you what do you see coming for uh, Star Wars toys in 2017? What you know you what think? I would like to see? I would love to see a Yavin base playset. Mm, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Interior a little bit, and then uh, exterior would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. Throw in a few figures, four or five figures, that would be really cool. That would be. Yeah. yeah. They've never done that for the three and three-quarter inch scale. No, I'm, and, you know, it wouldn't have to be all that big. You right. know, one side is outside, the other side is inside. That would be uh, that would be kind of fun to look. Uh, that would be fun to fun to see. Yeah. No. You going to accept that answer? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. okay I good. don't think cool. they'll do it, but No, well, you accept yeah. that as a wish. Yeah, as a yeah. Aim high. Aim high. Matt, what are your predictions for 2017? I predict a total dropping of the ball on the 40th anniversary. Mm. Uh I we'll like we'll know a toy fair, you know, in 2 months. Um, my other prediction is that, you know, they are going to be totally bamboozled by the fact that celebration is in April. So Hasbro's celebration reveals 
probably will just be a rehash of what they show at Toy Fair. So we won't see much new in Orlando. And if, you know, because they've got a movie coming out this year and Disney may not want them to, you know, distract, distract from that upcoming movie, they might not want to hype the 40th anniversary. I mean, we've seen, no, we haven't heard anything from any, any company really doing something for the 40th anniversary, except Tops is doing a set of cards. So, you know, there may be some instruction from on high not to, to make a big deal about anything in the lead up to episode eight. I don't know. Hasbro seemed to hint at stuff for 40th anniversary. Uh, when I, I hope so. Episode. I hope so. At least, a you know, a little mini line of, you know, a dozen <laughs> figures or something. That would be nice. I hope we get that. I hope I'm wrong, but. You know what I found? telling was the uh so this week the celebration showed off their badges for april's convention yes and i thought it was what was notable about that well it was like a majority was rebels themed there were no original trilogy characters exactly and so i thought that was really i saw jedi master luke skywalker from force awakens in there yeah, you got Force Awakens, yeah. you got Jin, and then you got like five or six Rebels characters. Yeah, you had the whole... There's six more badges. That's the only thing you can say. You know, they showed 12 and there's going to be 18. So Yeah, but that was interesting. The ones they chose to reveal had a very heavy Rebels. I mean, we haven't talked anything about that. Will Rebels be supported this next year? I mean, because, you know, we're, we still have a half season of Rebels to go and... Will they focus on that until the 40th anniversary? And then from the 40th, they'll go into episode 8? That's, I don't know. Or is Rebels going to be continue to be neglected, even though it's now it's even more canonized, the fact that, you know, the Ghost, Hera, and Chopper all appear in Rogue One, actually on silver screen. So who knows? At the I, same time, this last year, like that May to well, really September time frame, there was nothing new from Star Wars product. So maybe they could use the 40th anniversary as an excuse to put some more stuff out during that time. Oh, yeah, there's a window. I mean, yeah. it, it could easily be done, but you know, it, would it surprise me if we get a couple more waves of you know Rogue One stuff and then you know see you all again on Force Friday in September? I mean. Uh, it's, I kind of, I kind of get the feeling that that Disney wants Star Wars to be kind of on hold from March through September to kind of build up anticipation. Well, that's Marvel time. That's yeah. when the Marvel movies come out. It just seems like they it's it's like on purpose they don't you know they kind of hold back on everything. Not just Star not just figures, but um food products and all kinds of stuff. It just seems like they 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 purposely kind of put a little drought there just so people are when it comes back in September people are excited again and maybe they're trying to prevent a burnout um i think they will do a 40th anniversary line and i think it'll be very small and i think it'll maybe be retro cards or vintage cards i think they're going to repack stuff i don't think they're going to sculpt anything new for it um, I think they're probably busy sculpting stuff for episode eight and, and the, that they probably don't have the resources to sculpt a bunch of new stuff for, you know, a 40 year old movie. Um, so you're thinking I, it's going to be original trilogy collection, original trilogy type collection. Yeah. Where they repack probably the five POA figures that we got in 2013 through 15 that were original trilogy characters like 
you know, they they did a bunch of them. What was it? Two years ago now? I don't know. Um, and I think maybe they'll be on a vintage car or vintage looking card. I don't think the cards will be as big as the vintage cards. I think it'll be smaller, but that's my prediction. Um, and if the cards look really cool, um, I'll probably be a little bit, I'll be excited about it because I do like vintage cards, but I don't know. I don't see like, uh, the vintage collection as it was in 2010 through 13 coming back. No. And I would prefer, I would prefer something that represents the 40 year anniversary, the 40 year Mm -hmm. evolution. If you will, I want I want a multi pack that has a Kenner Luke and a and a Power of the Force two Luke and a oh. Oh, like collection a, Luke and then an a Force Awakens thing. Jedi Master Luke. You know, I mean, uh, I would like something that actually touches on the forty year anniversary. I mean, give us some more concept figures. Give us some more Macquarie based figures. See, I don't think something. anything like that's going to happen. I think it's yeah. all going to be repacks reuse molds because they can put it together quickly and and don't have to spend i think their resources are are probably working on episode eight right now as far as tooling i would agree with you completely yeah and i'm really excited about episode eight i i really like episode seven a lot i like the force awakens a lot more than rogue one i did enjoy rogue one but it did not compare to force awakens for me i'm looking forward to seeing what happens that's interesting Right. Yeah, I feel like there's. I, I've seen a lot of. I've seen a handful of people's uh, views on the Force Awakens really change and shift after seeing Rogue One. Like they've uh, they placed it in a different place that they had before Rogue One. So, mm. um, but yeah, but I'm I'm like you, Jason. I'm excited to see where the main saga films go as well. You know, um, Han Solo. I. I, I don't know how to get excited about that one. So yeah, that's or, the one that I'm having a hard time even thinking of. Like, because I, I liked. Like, don't get me wrong, I really like. I did like Rogue One. I thought you know, I liked it, but The Force Awakens excites my imagination more. Like, what? Yes. What? Continues? My views on Episode Seven will be entirely dictated by what happens in Episode <laughs> Eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, episode seven was like, okay, I like these characters. Mm-hmm. This might go in a good direction. I don't, you know, I mean, but nothing. I mean, they just sort of cleared the decks and set up the rest of the trilogy. Yeah. And, you know, I want to see. Slow what, start. Yeah. Real slow start. Well, I love Ray, Finn, and Poe. And Luke and Leia. And I'm sad that Han died, but I understand. So I'm I'm I really like I like I want to know where, what happens to Kylo Ren. I want to know what happens to Snoke or who is Snoke. Jake and I have been arguing for years. Who's like two years now? <laughs> who Snoke is? And I can't wait for this to all be settled. <laughs> you know who he is. There's not an argument here. He's not anybody from a stupid cartoon show. <laughs> I'm not naming what cartoon show I think is stupid, but. He's all right. He's out. Let's just talk. I'm liking Rogue One more and more. (laughs) And who are Ray's parents, right? I mean, I like that that we get to that we get to um, speculate and argue about this stuff. It's a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, and that's the thing that Rogue One tying so quickly uh, into A New Hope. There's zero speculation. I mean, you don't have to say. What became a blue squadron? Now oh, they all died. What became a Jin? Oh, she died. You know, yeah. K2SO, yeah, he died too. You know, so there's the, mm-hmm. there's unfortunately Rogue One was just a very finite 
experience. Whereas, you know, the the episode sevens and eights and nines provide that future speculation because we don't know where it's going. So, and and here's this is a little getting a little off topic, but I want to go to the comic books just for a second. This probably we shouldn't because it's getting late. Matt's probably like it's like twelve fifteen with him in the morning. Um, I, I can I can go all night. Remember when the <laughs> comics used to take place, used to go, when the movie would end, the comic would start up into yes. the next movie? They've been doing that since A New Hope, all the way through Revenge of the Sith. But they don't do that anymore. It's kind of, it does, not toy related, but it just made me think about the, the comics and how they just, they, they're not allowed to bridge anymore. I, you know, George Lucas let them, and Disney doesn't, and I know they, they're just so secretive now, but... Anyways, well, I don't, don't even have. Set. I don't know why that just came into my head. It just they don't have any comics set in the sequel era, right? That Poe right. Dameron well, there's, takes there's place Poe before, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I don't know why they don't. Um, because there are it novels. Used to, able, used to exactly used to be able to. Um, even in the original the original trilogy era and the um, prequel era, you could you could at least even though they didn't tell you a lot in the comics you could at least keep moving forward and know that you were progressing towards the next movie and i i miss that excitement with I do book, too. with books well, and comics yeah i mean that was one of the you know really ambitious things they ever did between episodes 2 and 3 in the comics yes. and the books they did the clone wars yeah that was that was that good. was pretty cool and then they you know wiped it all off the map when they did the tv show but yeah you know, now, that was maybe, a good idea Maybe part of the problem is that episode eight takes place immediately after episode seven, and there's really no space to work with. That could be that. Too. Do anyway, we know that though? Do we really know that? We've been or, told that, huh. but I, but I, but until I guess we see it on screen, who knows? Because you know, a lot of stuff we saw with Rogue One never. You know, they filmed a lot of stuff that we never saw on screen. They could have filmed a lot of stuff for The Force Awakens that we or that for episode eight that we will never see. It could be the same thing. If episode eight starts immediately after episode seven, what's going to be in the scroll? Last time on Star Wars. <laughs> I personally don't think they should start right after. I, I, I like it when you get a sense that there's been a year or two between the movies, but I don't know. I agree. I just hope they get some lunch before they start training. No, <laughs> me. They're gonna start like ten minutes later. It's I'm getting tired, and this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is getting late. Anyways, that is our look at and worst Star Wars toys of 2016. I know I kind of seem kind of negative on most of the show, but I still am really excited about Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I love the figures, and I'll probably always collect them. Even if I complain about them, even if I complain about the quality or whatever, still going to keep collecting. Unlike Tom, who just quit. <laughs> yep. This <laughs> will probably be my last show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I got to I got to stay to keep Brian in line. What? Don't trust that guy. Um, and hopefully the shows will be a little more regular this year. Last year was really tough with the. With my son being born and just had a lot of stuff going on. But I think things have calmed down a little bit more and I've got a better setup. So hopefully the shows will be a little more regular this year. Ooh. Now I don't have Toy Run to uh, lean on <laughs> for keeping the. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm down with uh, acting uninterested and everything. Maybe and Tom, we, a vintage show here. 
we'll continue. <laughs> yeah, throw me a bone, please, would you? We still have Return of the Jedi to cover for crying That's right. on. We will get into Return of the Jedi soon, sooner than later. All right. You heard right. it, everybody. All right. I want to thank everyone for being on the show tonight. I want to thank Ryan from Star Wars Collectible, Collectibles, Cosmos, and et cetera. Uh, yeah, and if you've never checked out my uh, my my YouTube videos, I've done a bunch of review YouTube videos. Some on like the Bandai figures, some on Hasbro stuff. It's just under M R B Y Z on YouTube. Yes, and I think um, you you usually post those on our Facebook page. So yes, I do. Yeah, you can find them on our Facebook page. Just scroll through, and you'll definitely see them. Um, I, your your videos are very well done. I love how you get to the point. Yeah, I, I love like it. a lot of videos where I watch people like stare at the packaging for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, Just show me the dance yes, toy. <laughs> uh, um, from and also we have uh, Tom from what's your website? The thing with the the guys with the pictures and stuff yes. in the truck. Oh, that exactly. one. Yep. <laughs> Dot com. The truck. From igrubstarwars.com, <laughs> Tom. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Come visit my website. And from from forlomtozuckus.com and Toy Run Podcast, remember, it's still going. You just got to find their – you got to go to their feed now. Um, go to them. Listen to them. That, you'll have a lot better time. They're <laughs> going to Toy Run. <laughs> They're a little more the, organized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're on, uh, of course, Toy Run, the Star Wars action figure cast. You can also find us, uh, we set up a website as well, so you can go to toyruncast.com as well, and that will link you to the Podbean page, or, uh, of course, check out Jedi Biz, or from Fort Lomb Zuckus for links there as well. But yeah. And um, Crisby couldn't be here tonight, but he did not quit the show. It's not like he's uh, gone. He just uh, couldn't be here tonight, but... um. Um, I'm sure he will be joining us on a future show. Nobody quits uh, Galaxy of Toys. I won't allow it. <laughs> I've I've tried. It doesn't work. <laughs> and we want to thank our special guest for returning again, Matt from This Week in Star Wars. It's the highlight of 2016 for me. <laughs> Always a pleasure. I'd All say. right. Speaks um, volumes of 2016, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been kind of a weird year, hasn't it? This is Jason. Oh, and remember, if you need to uh, get in touch with us, you can email us at galaxyoftoys. Um, it's, what is it? Galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Zoom, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, if you like the show, send us an email. If you didn't like the show, send us an email. Um, remember to leave us a one-star review on iTunes and mention Tom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> B-E-R-G-E-S. Get the name right, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, this is for Galaxy of Toys. This is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. This holiday is yours, but we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, We're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage, and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the Tree of Life.